What's up, everybody? It's Drew here. I want to welcome you once again to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is episode 13.1. We're playing through Heavy Rain. Uh, this is our second episode of Heavy Rain. We're going to try and conclude Heavy Rain uh, this episode. And tonight I have with me Matt. Hello, everybody. And returning guest, Mackie. How's it going? Doing good. Doing real good. Finished good up here. Finished up Heavy Rain. We're ready to sit down and talk about it. I, I really want to get into some of the plot holes. <laughs> because there's, there's, a, there's a few of them that are pretty big. Um, but yeah, last we left off, the origami killer has struck again. Poor Ethan Mars, his son Sean, has been kidnapped. And now Ethan is having to go through these different trials uh, in order to save his son. After completing a trial, he gets a small portion of a an address, and um, once he has done all the trials, he will have the full address, and he can go and save his son. Mm -hmm. um, so we talked about the first trial. The first trial is um, the bear, which is him driving down the highway. Um the opposite side of a highway, yeah. Yeah, against traffic. Yeah. For five miles. For five miles. Yeah. Um, and then we uh, we cut we we're going back and forth between characters. So Scott Shelby is searching for the origami killer, uh, as well as Jaden uh, Norman Jaden, the FBI agent. Norman uh, Jaden. Yeah, I saw, I saw somebody with that fucking name on YouTube. I was like, God, I need to change my name to that. <laughs> but uh, Naaman Jaden, which I looked him up. He's British. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, see, I was thinking he was... Oh. So I, he, I love that. He's tried to do a Boston accent along with having a Canadian accent slip in, yet he's British. Yeah. Like, How does that work? I, I have no idea. It sounds <laughs> Canadian, and it's maybe have some... Like, I don't know, like, from somebody from the Netherlands or something like that. It, it just it sounds so weird. But yeah. I, I, that is one voice I will never understand. Mm -hmm. But I, the, um, so he's, he's also looking for the origami killer, obviously, uh, along with his, I guess, partner for this evening, um, the wonderful uh, Carter Blake, Detective Carter Blake, or Lieutenant mm -hmm. Carter Blake. Um, and then we have Ethan going through the trials with Madison. Madison is basically taking care of Ethan in between the trials and she doesn't really know what's going on, which we'll get to that a little bit later. Mm -hmm. So, um, we cut to Scott Shelby teaming up with Lauren. I forgot to mention that Lauren is one of the mothers of the victims of the origami killer and they go to this party um, she doesn't really know why they're here. Scott has a good idea as to why they're here. So you play as Scott, and you have to figure out a way to get to the upstairs of this gigantic mansion. Um, the the VIP guy is up there, and he's watching cartoons. So, I mean, do we really want to get into, oh, how I got into the upstairs? I mean... I started a fight. Which yeah, I is, is there more than one way? way to do it. I don't. I, I think you can do something with the woman, like have her flirt with the bodyguards. 
See, I couldn't find Lauren. Like as soon as that started, she just vanished from no, no, me. No, nah, I think no. I'm I'm saying a party oh, goer. Okay, a party goer. Yeah. Yeah. No, Lauren. She's sitting down on a couch somewhere. I remember talking to her like once or twice. Yeah. See, I wandered around trying to find her and I couldn't. Hmm. Until I realized I could interact with one of the dudes and say, "Hey, that guy over there's uh, he's talking smack." Yeah. Which that dude immediately picks a fight and gets the guards' attention and. I, that was also the first time I realized that they were using split screen for, you know, your character, but you still had control of the character during those so that they could show the action, you know, on one side of the screen while you're controlling your guy getting him where he needs to go on the other. Yeah. That was the first time I noticed them doing that. I don't seem to remember that being anywhere earlier in the game. I mean, even though it probably was. But that was the first time that it actually seemed like, oh, you know, I kind of wanted to watch that other side to see what was going on. But then I realized, no, I kind of need to go get upstairs before the guards come back. <laughs> yeah. So we go upstairs. We meet up with this guy. God, for the life of me, I can't think of what his name is. Gordy. Gordy, Gordy Kramer. Gordy Kramer. Yeah. Very good. Gordy Kramer. Hi. Fuck kind of name is that? But um, <laughs> every time I hear Gordy, I think of uh, I think of Freddie got fingered because that was what his name was. <laughs> Gordy, um, you're the only person that ever thinks of Freddy Got Fingers. I, yes. Unfortunately, that fucking movie's burned into my <laughs> retinas because I watched it when I was like 13, <laughs> and so I was like, "Oh, I thought Tom Green was fucking hilarious back then." Mm-hmm. So now I've learned better. Um, so Gordy's there watching this weird cartoon, um, and uh, apparently it's on a loop too. But because yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I was like, hey, this is a pretty cool cartoon. I would watch this and then realize that it's yeah, it's the same 30 seconds looping over and over and over. Yeah. The other one was actually pretty good, too. The uh, the one that Sean watches in the beginning. Oh, yeah, wow, see, I, I didn't watch it. that one. I didn't I didn't realize you could change camera angles at that point in the game. You know, I only figured that out later. So I never got to see what was on the screen that Sean was watching. Ah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't say it's good, but it's yeah. better just, animated than, than something I expected in the background. Yeah, I just assumed that it was the same thing, but I guess not. Better animated than the one in Max Payne, although that one was real, <laughs> those were real funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's Rockstar. They always have good, weird television program stuff in the background of their games. That's just true. Well, you know, Red, Remedy and Alan Wake, I think, was American Nightmare had really cool. I mean, they basically... Oh, yeah, they're... It was real. Zone thing. Yeah, it was real. I mean, uh, yeah, Night Springs. <laughs> I actually really liked that DLC. I liked it better than Alan <laughs> Wake. But anyway, yeah. um, so um, we we go talk to Gordy. Gordy is this very fucking weird guy. I'm pretty sure he's strung out on some type of yeah. Heroin I was gonna say he's or, definitely on drugs. Yeah. Um, but he, you know, Scott is talking to him because he knows that he was once a suspect in the investigation of the origami killer. In fact, he pretty much straight up admitted that he was the origami killer, which of course which, means he's yeah, not. Me immediately said, definitely not. Yeah. And he's, he's trying to act crazy when in reality I'm looking at him like you're a dumbass kid on too much Coke. Dumbass mm-hmm. rich kid. Yeah. And, uh, we really don't get any information. Yeah. Except uh, we get to crack some skulls. Like, I don't know how good you guys did. Uh, not good because I was on the move. Oh, I got a trophy for it. 
You yeah, know, I mean, I beat them all. Yeah, I think I got the trophy because I, I beat everyone up, but I took my licks at the same time. Yeah. I, had this game I, is... I missed a lot of prompts on yeah, that one. That's that's so crazy. Like, In fact, I, I have to give it to this game, even over The Walking Dead, because I've never seen a game where a quick time event can be failed and it will continue. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to imagine if there's another game. Like, well, you can also miss a lot of these without failing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the thing. It's so strange how they do that, but it works. Um, and then yeah. after... Yeah, it, it works just because, you know, your guy gets more hurt as it goes. Yeah. yeah. And it obviously makes it much less threshold, too. Yeah, he won't oh, yeah. automatically die, you know. Yeah, well, until later. Yeah. <laughs> Which I found out because that it does lull you into a sense of uh, I don't need to hit all of them. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, he's. I found out later. You, you kind of do later on. Yeah. So um, after that, we uh, we cut back to Ethan Mars going to uh, another trial, the trial of the butterfly. And trial of the butterfly has him going to this. Um, I guess it's an abandoned power plant. Yeah, power station, power plant. Yeah. Um, but uh, he notices when, when going to it that the power's on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is arcing like uh, like Tesla coils or something. I mean, it is like... What do they call those things where it's got the, it's got the V shape and the little, the little bit of lightning keeps going up? Uh, Jacob's it, Ladder? Is that what it is? I'm pretty sure that's a Jacob's Ladder. Yeah. Like, I think so. Yeah, I just like that real real power condensers do not work anything like that. But yeah, yeah. They definitely look cool. They might, Maybe they were rigged to work like that. Yeah. The origami killer, that guy has a lot of resources, apparently. <laughs> he does. And a lot of glass, as we find out. Yeah, so all right, we'll talk about a fucking plot hole. Um <laughs> So the first thing is, Ethan, everything's marked. He sees a butterfly on a door. He goes through the door. Um, when he does that, he finds like this, um, it's like a, a trash chute almost, like a garbage chute. Yeah, it's too horizontal to be a garbage chute. Yeah, I, 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 it's, I don't know. Um, I, don't, I don't know what it is either. I thought it yeah. was like a, some kind of furnace door or something. Yes. Yeah, some kind of venting system or something. I don't know. But Either he, way, it's a bunch of tunnels. Yeah, he go, he falls through a bunch of tunnels and eventually comes out into this other small section, um, and there's a hole there. Um, and the only way he can go is to crawl, which there are a few hints. Um, he there is a box of matches laying there, and I think is there another indication that he needs to go through there? I can't remember. I just thought it was the only place he could go. It is the only place he can go, but I didn't know if there was like a sign that said go. Well, yeah, but what happens is he crawls in, and then the door shuts behind him. Yeah. And he realizes he kind of he can't go back that way. Yeah. So it's really dark in here, and he starts crawling forward, or the player starts crawling forward, and he starts noticing that there is broken glass all throughout this tunnel and the, this, these series of tunnels because they both branch off in certain ways. And so the player has to navigate Ethan through these series of tunnels all the while trying not to get cut up to hell by all this broken glass. 
Um, and, yeah. Uh, and it is a lot of glass, and there are a lot of tunnels you have to go through. Yeah. And if you take a wrong turn at one point, you can see the body of some other dude that had been trying to do it. Really? I didn't see that. Yes. Yeah, I saw him. I didn't see him the first time, so I was kind of shocked to see him on this playthrough. Yeah. Was and he, like, it, decomposed and everything? Uh, you, can't, you don't really get close enough to him to see, if I remember right. But it's yeah. just like a dude, and Ethan just says, oh, I guess this guy didn't make it. You know, just something generic like that. It's like, yeah, I guess oh. this guy never found the way out. Yeah, it's like, wow, that's kind of nonchalant for finding a freaking dead guy in your glass death trap thing. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I got confused by, you have to follow the match for where the wind is blowing. I thought the wind was blowing in, not kind of sucking the air out. Yeah, that's weird too. And that's why I went the wrong direction and kept going the wrong direction, because I'm like, no, I'm going the direction I should be going, and then, no, it's they actually want you to go to the opposite of that. Yeah. Follow Even the, the door frame. behind you is closed, so I don't see how it's blowing in from behind you. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a bit it's not well implemented. No. That was the first that was the first one of the puzzles where I was like this no, they're just that's flat out yeah. wrong. It's bad. Yeah, this time it's a fault of the game. Mhm. <laughs> well, well eventually after following the the reverse flame, um we go and we we finally crawl out and find a way out. And uh this um this new area that we're in is a very large room. Um, filled with, I guess, conduits or or transistors, transistors, or, yeah, something, something like, like that, transformer, something like that, transformers. Um, not not the cool kind. Yeah, not yeah. the robots in the skies. <laughs> um, so the and the electricity is going everywhere. It's just one of those, <laughs> the typical video game electricity oh, yeah. trap <laughs> where you, you can see the blue electricity and don't touch it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is um, two things. There is a box on the other side of all these um, transformers going going all crazy, and there is also a door directly across <laughs> from you that says "coward" on it. Um, so you have a choice. And if you really want a trophy for being a coward, you can get it. Well, you know what? I did want a trophy for being a coward. <laughs> and the game fucking cheated me out of it. Oh, no. Yeah. Repeatedly or just once? Yeah, just that one time. And I was like, fuck it. I'll just go back and do it because I actually want it. I want to get all the clues this time because mm-hmm. I, w- I wanted the trophy to make it through all the trials. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, what I didn't like about this, about actually going through all of the maze, so to speak, is yeah. there was really only one path. There was no way to like get yourself into a dead end, at least as far as I could tell. It was it was like ridiculously clear what I, what you needed to do. The only tricky part was doing the quick time events once you got there. Yeah, it's interesting to call those quick time events because they're not really like quick. <laughs> no, Whoa. it's not like it's not like push this immediately or something happens. And I I always thought that this was one of the more interesting. Um, implementations of the weird control scheme of this game because they really make you kind of contort. I don't, I didn't notice it quite as much playing on the move, but mm-hmm. I, I just remember it being very awkward having to hold like full, three or four, at least four. Sometimes I don't know if it ever hits five, but there's so many buttons that you have to hold at the same time and it's kind of awkward to hold. And It's more like I'm holding 
two buttons with I'm holding three buttons with my right hand and one button with my left and then pushing mm-hmm. it up to my lip and holding one for a minute. Yeah, and I know like I remember there being some criticism of this specifically this kind of awkward you have to hit too many buttons at the same time, but I thought it was great in like this isn't something, you know, this is something that's supposed to be very delicate and very hard to maneuver through, so it should be kind of hard for you to do. Yeah. And I liked that you had to have timing on some of them too, like when he had to he has to jump through the last one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So they make it very clear. And and I did it all on the move and it seemed very intuitive for the way it was the yeah, way I that it whole seemed a little easier was set up. Yeah, I did I haven't played it on the controller, so I don't know how much trickier it is on that one. Eh. Not too bad. As, as long as you don't have to use six axis controls. Those are the only ones I I hate. You do have to use six axis controls. Uh, uh. You have to throw the controller upward or downward or left or uh, right. I may take the coward's way next time then. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Just to avoid six axis. But um, let's see here. So we get the everybody. I, I'm taking everybody went through this trial. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, we get the we open the box. We get another memory card. Put it into the phone. The phone shows his son again, and it also gives us the nice you know, will of fortune. Da, 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 and it fills it in. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're off to the lizard. In fact, is it right after that we go right directly to the lizard? There are a couple things. Uh, Madison patches him up. Yeah. Yeah. And if you use the wrong thing, she'll put burn ointment on his <laughs> cuts. Of course. <laughs> and we'll be like, oh, God, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I was like, oh, great. And then I didn't give him fever medicine because it was suddenly like, oh, you need to let him sleep. And, yeah, I wondered if that did anything. I don't think it made any difference, but... I was worried that I'd killed Ethan. Yeah, because I, I didn't give him the fever medication. I have no idea if that stuff affects anything. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, uh, Madison takes care of Ethan again. Yeah. Yeah, and then from there they go to the shrink. Uh, Blake and Nam and Jaden go ah, and interview yes. uh, Ethan Shrink, and I guess you can do a good cop bad cop thing. Yeah. Which yeah. I I chose to be the good cop during that scene. Yeah, I did the first playthrough I ever did, but since I'm trophy hunting, yep. I let Blake beat the living shit out of him. That's another one of those where I kind of felt awkward not intervening. Well, see, the only way you can get him to stop is to intervene. Right. And so if I constantly I, – I, so I just kept hitting things. So he was constantly saying, stop it. What are you doing? Stop. And mm-hmm. he's just sitting there beating the shit out of him, and I'm just like, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> he won't listen. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, they. this is where the, the police, depending on what Ethan told them, like it was another one of those decisions where you told the shrink if you were honest with him and you told him about your blackouts and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, what he would tell the police. So it's, it, you know, an, things start to come full circle a little bit with your choices. Um, so I didn't, it, I didn't realize, well, I guess I told him the truth. So immediately the shrink said, yeah, he's been having blackouts and I became public enemy number one, or I should say Ethan became public enemy number one right after that. Cause they're like, Oh, he's a killer. Cause of course, Blake, just typical had, Blake. Yeah. Blake just has a hard on to arrest <laughs> anybody. That's not him. So, <laughs> Although to be fair, 
I mean, yeah. yeah. Once you know, once once we talk about the DLC, um, and you know, and what is contained within the rest of the game, there's a lot of serial killers around. For yeah. real, like so, uh, <laughs> it's probably okay if he just starts arresting everybody, because chances are he's going to catch a serial killer within the next week. <laughs> I, 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 w- I was going to say that I was like, every single <laughs> main character in this game is like John McClane, where every bad thing that can happen happens to this fucker. Yeah, yeah. you know. So, I, I, and I was thinking that because, especially like when I downloaded the DLC, I was like, oh yeah, she's getting chased by a murderer in this. And I was like, damn, there's a lot of fucking murderers whenever I was thinking about mm-hmm. it. I would love that. Like, I know David Cage doesn't want to do a sequel, but I would love the sequel to be an explanation. Like, maybe it's sitting on the Hellmouth, like in Buffy. <laughs> that, <laughs> nice. That'll the work. Serial killers are like converged under this town. <laughs> They're attracted to it for some reason. Yeah. But um. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's from that point on. Yeah, that what happens next? They uh, that's that's when uh, Gordy's dad kind of does a little. Hey Shelby, leave my son alone. Which yeah. which is the golf club one. Which the only interesting thing about that was using the move. They actually make you hold the move almost exactly like you would hold a golf club by yeah. setting specific buttons you need to press and doing the swing. Which I was like, that's cool. Other than that, this scene feels completely pointless. It pretty much was completely pointless. Yeah. Yep. There was no. I don't even think it was a dialogue choice. It was all just sitting there listening. I think so. I think you could just kind of be like defensive or aggressive or yeah, or apologetic. I think and and I think those were like the only options you had, and it was right at the beginning. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of. Yeah, I wonder if there's any way to for this to have an outcome on the rest of the game, or if it's just completely isolated. Yeah, I I, I don't know, but I, it it just felt like a scene that they could have cut very easily, and it would not have harmed the game any. Any later on, aside from, I mean, just knowing who that guy is when you eventually encounter him again. You know, now that I think about it and how after we know who the killer is, that scene really does serve yeah. a fucking purpose whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. Very much filler, but... Very much red herring. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah, I that's mean, probably it, the only reason it exists. It's probably to act as a red herring for... Right, to show him investigating. Can we mm-hmm. can we just go ahead and say it? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Scott Shelby is the origami killer. I mean, I, I'll just go ahead and say that. We find that out. It's after, is it after the, the last trial, or is it right before the last trial? It is. Like, Madison finds it out. Yeah. Which, no, well, actually. Or at least if, if Madison's if, alive or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> if Jaden is alive, he finds out first. Okay, but Jaden doesn't reveal it to the player. Like he'll oh, find yeah. he'll he'll find out who it is, and then it cuts away to Madison. Well, neither ah. does Scott's mom reveal to to the player who it is. Yeah, just, that's right. Just to Madison. They have a whisper in the whisper in the character's ear, and then yeah. that's it. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, Scott Shelby is the origami killer, um, and we will get into why he is in a few minutes. Yeah. At least him being the killer explains why he's going around saying he was hired by the families and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And, trying to get his evidence back. Which is why I was I was saying, why the fuck did he go to Gordy's dad if there's absolutely nothing there right. for him to cover up? Yeah. He's just there to, to act like a detective? I don't know. 
Yeah, for us, <laughs> not anything in the game world. Exactly. It. I mean, well, who's he acting for? For the fucking player. Mm-hmm. He's like, Which is why he knows he's in the game. If Lauren is there, at least that's an excuse. Well, she's not even there because he even right. mentions it. <laughs> exactly. In, in this yeah. scene, she's not there. So I wish they somehow would have put her there because that's enough of a reason for me. Yeah. Yeah. So after that. But either way, yeah. Ethan has a better thing going on. Yeah, this is – um. I think this is probably the the hardest core trial for me. The lizard? Yeah. It's definitely pretty intense. Hell yeah. I mean, when I first played this game, they did a fucking good job of me caring about these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I did not want these people to get hurt. And and the biggest, you know, the biggest thing that like I said in the last episode, the biggest thing that they pushed like during the marketing campaigns of the, of this entire game was your character can die at any moment, which was like you don't need to fail this shit because if you do, they may not be around. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, fuck, you know, I, and I was so invested in this fucking thing. It was nuts. Like when I first played that, and like, and I know I I, I linked you guys to. I don't know if any of you guys watched it, an old um, vidcast that I used to do. Um, it was the week that Heavy Rain was coming out, and we had played the demo. And I remember I mentioned, I was like, oh, I'm going to be playing Heavy Rain this week. And I remember everybody's eyes kind of lit up. We're like, oh, my God, that game looks amazing. <laughs> you know, because we were genuinely excited for it, you know? Yeah. And, that was, of course, that was back in 2010. Um, now I'm just like, hey, Heavy Rain, whatever. Five bucks, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, I mean, for, for me, this was a freaking crazy trial um it's it's really simple you go to this old abandoned apartment building um and there is a camera there uh and uh when you press so wait before before we get into it what was the question because the question on the first one was like i was like i don't know what what would you do to save your son would you what would you give up what, I don't know. The next one is like, who, would you kill somebody to save your son? What was the question that was written? I on think the, on this one is, would you suffer to save your son? I think. Suffer, save your son, or sacrifice a part of you? Sacrifice? Would you? What would you sacrifice? Yeah, I can't remember now. Now, now that you, because <laughs> the last trial is, would you sacrifice your own life to save? Yeah, son? yeah. And the third I, trial is, would you kill somebody? Yeah. Would you sacrifice another? To save your son. Mm-hmm. Huh. I don't know, yeah. to be honest with you. But anyway, the trial yeah. is... Um, he has five minutes. Is it five minutes? Yes. Yeah. He has five minutes to cut off a section of his finger in front of the camera. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Which, if he didn't know, like this should convince him that he's not... The origami killer. Yeah. <laughs> because there's somebody on the yeah. other side of this watching him to verify that he did it. Yeah. This that's that's the, the weirdest thing is is I'm I'm thinking, well obviously somebody's watching this shit. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Um So you're tasked with having to cut off he's obviously gonna cut off a piece of his pinky. He didn't want to do any major fingers. Uh and you have to find some type of object sharp or not so sharp to 
cut your pinky off or part of your pinky off. Yeah, and there's like a hacksaw on the floor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there is no way in hell I'm cutting on my finger with a saw. There's got to be something better in here. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was funny. After my second playthrough, I, I saw that there's an extra trophy for using either a pair of scissors or the saw. Yep. And I kind of thought it was funny that in both of my playthroughs, I was like, I'm going to pick the one that seems like it's going to hurt the least. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I, I picked like, the, the cleaver. Yeah. That's that's the one I picked, too. I'm that, like, it'll be quick. It'll be much less painful, painless than a saw. That's, that's exactly what I was thinking, because my first playthrough, I did use the cleaver, of course, the trophy hunter that I am, I used the hacksaw uh, this time around. Mm. That was fucking brutal because yes. he, he, he didn't just go, he went, and he was screaming the whole time. Uh, I think I messed horrible. up too because then he fell on the floor and I had to do it again. No, he fell on the floor with the hacksaw too. Oh, yeah. And then he just, he did it on the floor and then uh-huh. and then put the, put the, the piece of his finger in front of the camera. That was brutal. Yeah, and I, I didn't colorize it, it either. Because it is rough because of the way he's screaming the entire time. It's, I mean, he's just wailing after the first hit that you do. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't even think to cauterize it. I didn't even know I had the option now that I think about it. Yeah, you can cauterize it. Um, you can also disinfect it. Um, Can you? No, you can wrap it up. No. I can't you remember. Whiskey? <laughs> you can drink some whiskey. Yeah, yeah, you can't, you can't uh, disinfect. You can pour the whiskey on, I believe. Oh, I just drank the whiskey. Um, it's after <laughs> you... he needed it more than he needed it right about then. But see, there's only certain items that you can actually cauterize and disinfect the wound. With the hacksaw, you can't do it. It's, it, I guess, it's too painful for him, and he just kind of lays there for a while. Yeah. Um. Ugh. With but with the like the cleaver, he can cut it off and like rush to find something to cauterize it with. Um. But right after that. He uh, he's getting ready to leave, I guess, and you start you take over as Madison. But before Madison shows up, uh, Blake and uh, Jaden show up across the street and start doing a stakeout. They know he's in there, um, and Madison shows up to warn him because she sees that the cops are there. And well, she had just been tailing him, right? Has she been tailing him, or did she? Yeah, she had him? followed him there. Okay. And then, of course, the cops panic because, you know, she's going to screw up their thing. Yeah. So they and they don't know who she is yet. Yeah, they don't. They have no point. idea who she is. They're they're getting ready to move in. She's there. He's laying there, like holding his hand, and you got to find a way out. You're playing as her. Uh, you can move these boards out of the way so you can jump through a window. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I remember thinking at this point, this chick is way more invested than she should be. Yeah. Which they reveal later on, of course, is, you know, since we're spoiling stuff, that she's a reporter who's there to, you know, who's trying to get a story on him. Yeah. But, you know, before that, you don't know anything about her, really, except she has insomnia and she met him at a hotel. I'm curious if – when did she – from the beginning? Was she doing that from the beginning? Or did she randomly just stay at that hotel and meet him there and say, hey, this could be my chance? I this think could be my big school. Says, she says she recognized him. Okay. Which, you know, as we find out in the DLC, she just kind of wanders into serial killer types, I yeah, guess. She doesn't give a fuck, you know? Yeah. 
So that's the, that's the thing. I'm breaking into this house, and I don't give a damn who, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this yeah. fucking serial killer, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, but she she helps him escape. Or if I, I'm not sure if if you you don't you don't always get caught, right? You can no, get you away. can you can get away. Yeah, because yeah, I did not. I got almost to the train, and then I got caught. Okay. Um, so I, I was very close to getting away. I got caught on purpose so I could get that trophy. Uh, Me too. <laughs> um, and which I didn't know this. I mean, there's two extra scenes that I totally missed out on um, because I escaped the first time around. Um, in fact, I, I noticed it because I accidentally escaped. I didn't mean to. I didn't know how far I could go before I escaped. And I actually got on the train. I figured they would be chasing me on the train because I couldn't remember this game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because it always happens on a train. You know, the, moving people out of the way, going through the train cars. No, that didn't happen. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, that didn't happen. So I got away. And I was like, fuck. And the next scene was Ethan sitting in his hotel room listening to the news saying that he is now a fugitive in the origami killer case. Um, but if you get caught, you have to go through, obviously, through... Jaden talking to him and then Jaden letting him escape and stuff like that. And then it cuts to the exact same scene so oh, okay. of him sitting there in his chair and watching television and he's now a fugitive. I'm like, oh, okay. So it's basically just two extra scenes that you don't see. Yeah, there's a course correction there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, the whole interrogation thing, I, I didn't, that was one thing that bothered me is because Blake is being like, just, you know, you can't play good cop, bad cop. Like even when you play good cop, like Jaden just won't do anything. You know, he's like, Oh, this is, this really sucks. He leaves. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, like, like the only choice you have is to leave. And I was like, I feel like Jaden would never have done that. Like the well, way he goes to the chief, that. isn't that why he leaves? Yeah. But yeah. it's all, but you'd think he would have dragged Blake out of the room or something. Yeah. You know, like like I feel like he would have done more than he does in that scene. But yeah, I mean it's he just kind of leaves, yells at the chief and the chief's like, "Hey, we got our we got a guy. Pressel like him cuz he fits." You know, the chief chief makes it very clear he doesn't care if the guy did it or not. Yeah. <laughs> so the chief is just a more relaxed version of Blake, I guess. Pretty much. Um Here's my thing. I had to redo this a whole bunch of times, the entire interrogation scene, because the scene right after that is the piano Uh scene, (laughs) and I kept fucking up the piano scene. Uh, but I had everything fucking memorized by the time. And, like, you know, I, I tried every fucking dialogue choice. My favorite one was when he was like, Ethan, say something for Christ's sakes. And I was just <laughs> like, this is hilarious. I was like, I just do this all day. Um, yeah. <laughs> but what is up with the waiter guy when you're doing the piano scene? It's part of the Ari system. I, I guess it's also part of his conscience telling him, hey, don't take that trip, though, shit. Okay, so he, so that guy didn't exist. No, because you okay. see you see him later on in the game, um, talking about the trip though again, and it's in the Ari. Okay. Yeah. That must be because I yeah because I got Jaden killed eventually. I didn't get to see that, but I was just like, what is with this waiter who like seems like you know a scene a guy out of a David Lynch movie or something who knows yeah. everything and is just going to narrate it directly to you and yeah yeah it was it, I it, I I never understood that part. I guess it was just like. 
Because we'll find out later on that he starts hallucinating. He th- he he thinks he's in the Ari when he's really not. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on what you you do, if you take the trip though, or if you don't. Yeah. Um. So uh, we Jaden. All right, let's just skip ahead a little bit. Jaden, they, they do the whole interrogation, whatever. Uh, Jaden decides I'm not going to stand for this shit. I'm going to let him leave because I know for a fact he's not the origami killer. Doesn't fit the profile, bullshit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he lets him escape. He gets the keys, gives him a coat, tells him just to leave, run out the door. Don't and nobody will know you if you have this on. So just go. Yeah, the worst police department ever. Uh, seriously. <laughs> terrible police department but also why doesn't Jaden go with him you know a, if you think this guy knows what to do and how to stop the killer go with him yeah I don't know maybe he was covering for him I don't know uh, yeah that, that just seemed like you are completely screwing yourself by going about it this way yeah, Jaden has absolutely nothing else to do yeah you know his his the whole time he was trying to find Ethan and now he's found him, and he's like, well, he's not the guy. So, yeah, I, so dead end, I guess. I yeah. don't know. Case closed. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, but after that, uh, then we come back to Ethan. Ethan's, you know, the, the whole spiel with him sitting in the, the chair. He is now a fugitive, blah, 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 blah. Um, is this where we... The cops chase after him, or no? No, not. This is the shark where you end up. It says, you know, would you kill someone to save your son? Right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah. And this this was also the point where my move controller died, and I had to grab my other move controller, and I must not have calibrated it right because from this point forward, the move sucked, <laughs> and I failed. Like I. I don't even know like that scene where you're cha- where you're trying to kill the drug dealer. Yeah, basically the trying con- not to get shot for most of it. Yeah, the controls were so like I was so frustrated with the controls that I barely remember what happened other than I didn't even get a chance to shoot him. Like he knocked the gun out of my hand and was like, "Get out of here," and basically like chased me out. And Ethan just goes, "Well, I I guess I was terrible at killing people or something." You know, it's like. I was so frustrated by that that I don't even remember what happened in that scene other than I got shot at a lot and I could not hit the guy even though he was at point blank range. <laughs> so I and That's I understand it. that yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of other ways that can go down where you can just flat out kill him, I take it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I mean he, what what happened with you guys? I shot him because uh the the first time I ever played through it, I couldn't kill the guy. Yeah. I was too. like I'm not going to do that. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. The first time I played this, that was the only trial that I didn't complete. Yeah, that was same for me because I was like, you know, especially when you you walk into his daughter's room. Yeah, and he's like, "Come, oh, my father, please." And she's showing, he's showing you like drawings or something. Yeah, there's like drawings and shit. Oh man, see, I didn't get any of that <clears throat> stuff. It was nuts. Like he's holding the gun to him because he ran out of ammo, and he's like, he's holding the gun to him. He's like, "Look, man, I'll give you whatever you want. Please don't kill me. I'm a father," and. uh you can choose to shoot him or not shoot him. And yeah, that's right. I knew you could shoot him because that's like the first scene of the credits. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they fucking ruined it right there. Yeah, that, that's what happens to me. He's like, I'm a father too, and then shoots him in the head. Um, <laughs> and that's pretty much it. And then he vomits all over the fucking place. I'm like, way to leave your fucking DNA, <laughs> dude. 
And at this point, I was thinking, is it going to be a bad ending? Because they'll know he fucking killed this guy. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to say... Maybe just banking on these cops not being very good at their job. Oh, they're yeah. not very good at their job, but... The, the, I mean, you know, what what, what jury's going to be like, they had his son, he could kill whoever the fuck he wanted to, you know? I mean, I was like, he's going to go to fucking jail for this. But I was like, fuck it, do it, because I want the trophy. Yeah. So, and, uh, you know, and it, and it, the, which they acted it, or acted it, they, they played it out pretty well. You know, he, he was fucking sickened by it, and he, you know, he was like, I'm a fucking murderer now. You know? Yeah. And if, in fact, I even think... He compared himself to the origami killer. He's like, I'm no, I'm, I'm not. He's like, I'm the same as the, the fuck that's got my son. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mine. He was just like, now I'm never gonna save my son. I failed this. It's all over. Yeah. I uh, but yeah, pretty simple. The last couple of trials have been like these kind of long ordeals, while this one was like quick time event, quick time event, shoot him in the head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, we did skip uh, one of the more interesting, in retrospect, chapters, going to the, uh, the the clock guy, Manfred. Yeah, the oh, was that old what? typewriter dude? Oh, I thought that yeah, was right after. I thought this was that was right after the um the shark. Oh yeah, Manfred. Yeah. Okay, now I'm looking at the yeah, wrong fact here. Before. Yeah, yeah. It that one in hindsight really bothers me like really really bothers me because the game cheats yeah it's bullshit yeah Mm -hmm. because i mean you talk to this guy and you're you're scott following a lead with lauren walking around too and parts i like of this is that you have to wipe the evidence what happens is the dude dies eventually yeah like like he go they you figure out okay it was written on this type of typewriter and, you know, there's only so many in town, and I can get you the list, and then just let me go in the back and get it. And so you're hanging out with Lauren, and then you go, hey, it's been a while since he came out, hasn't it? And I go back there, oh, boom, guy's dead. And I'm like, oh, crap. Well, you know, and then the phone is off the hook, and it's 9 windows open. Yeah, and the window's open, and you're like, oh. And I did like that you had to figure out, like, everything that had been touched in the scene. Yeah. But that one was a bit easier because you basically touch all the things you can interact with in the room. <laughs> well, except for Lauren. Yeah. Yeah, she she grabbed that um, music box. Yeah. And I, the move controls also screwed me there because I was trying to wipe out that glass. And with the move, you have to draw a big circle. And I couldn't seem to draw a big enough circle for him <laughs> to do it. And I kept failing over and over and over and over and over until eventually the cops showed up. He's like, oh well, I guess we're gonna have to deal with the cops. I swear to God, I swear to God, I did everything perfectly. I had my fucking hand on the door, and the cutscene starts with the cop. I'm like, fucking oh, no. hell, you gotta be fucking oh. kidding me! I was so pissed I think off. That there's a trophy for getting out of there clean. I don't think so. Oh, not, actually, that's part, that's part of perfect crime. Yeah, yeah, you need it for perfect crime, though. Oh, yeah, but. What bothers me so much about that scene is when you find out that Scott's the killer later and that he killed him. I was never not in control of Scott during that scene. Yeah. So the game literally cheats because they're suddenly they show a cutscene later and it's like, oh, well, he went back there and killed him and then came back out. And it's like, no, that I played that scene. That didn't happen. Yeah. 
Wish they could have solved all that by having you control Lauren. Yeah. And just walking around for a while and then hear Scott back there saying, oh, my God. And then you run back there and, oh, he's dead. Mm-hmm. That, could, that, that could have been easily solved. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't do that. And all that does is five more. What's that? That doesn't even bother me as much as the fact that he called 911. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm a, I was almost okay with them because it did go from where I was controlling it to the cutscene. So I was like, all right, I guess in between those two things is where it happened. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't, I was never not controlling it right up until the cutscene. So that that's where that that change happens. But yeah. why did he call nine one one? He is fucking devoted to this shit <laughs> <laughs> to the point where I may get caught. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah, like that. That just it doesn't work and. All of it feels too convenient, almost. Like, it feels like you're doing real detective work, but it's like, oh, I got a list of all the guys who own this very specific typewriter, and, you know, all that. And then I I just, I I didn't like how that played out. And then even less because, you know, because of what it eventually reveals happened. Which I just, I mean, I understand where you're coming from, Matt, but I still feel like it's a cheat. Yeah, I think it is, in, in, In the storytelling way of how it's done yeah, my girl yeah. my girlfriend even mentioned that she's like you didn't do that i'm like no i didn't <laughs> yeah it's like well, that's bullshit the only other thing i'll say about that list is he does say this is just a list of the people who have come in to see me about the typewriter and then shelby says if the if the killer brought the typewriter in here so it's it's mm-hmm. not quite like well now we've got this list the killer's definitely on here yeah at least you know at least they they, they do kind of always leave a little bit of an out yeah, it's, it's a lead. That's what, yeah. basically what it is. Yeah. So, but, um. But man, that next scene. That next scene that with Madison, that comes way out of left field. Like, she's following the lead of, I, I guess this the doctor who owned the apartment, or who was renting this, the apartment. She figures it out. Yeah. Yep. And and is following the lead and goes to this this doctor's house and this, you know, guy who's very obviously just a very creepy dude. You know, you, you don't get a good feeling from him from the start. And he's, you know, you're trying to pretend to buy, I guess it's anti-insomnia drugs, you know, like sleeping pills or whatever. And, yeah. and he's just putting off this weird vibe the whole time and, you know, offering her a drink. And I chose not to drink the drink. Cause I was like, there's <laughs> no way I'm drinking this drink. Because this dude's going to be like old rapey guy. They did a really good job of having you drink, though. Because the prompt was always there during the conversation. And it was always him asking a question and you not wanting to answer it. So mm-hmm. that natural thing would be, I'll just take a sip. You know? And I, I think the fucking game even tricked me into drinking the first time I ever played it. <laughs> because I had I did not get the trophy for not drinking the drink. Yeah. Me too. Uh, I, I got. It sounds it. like our playthrough was very similar for the first time, Drew. I, I'm pretty sure it is. Um, I got I, it because I went out of my way not to drink that drink. Well, see, I, I did this time around. Yeah. Because I knew what was going to happen. So I didn't drink it the first time until he. I think the first playthrough, I refused it. But then when he said, "Are you sure you don't want to drink?" I was like, "All right, I guess." <laughs> so I take it you drink it and just pass out. Yeah, and wake up down. Oh, it's so much better if you don't. 
Yeah, this time I didn't. I didn't drink it. Yeah, they, like the way that scene plays out is so much better. <laughs> of her like running around frantically trying no, to find evidence. Yeah, like, but it lulled me into a sense of, of like a false sense of security. Like, yeah, there's just nothing in this place. This is a dead end because you're going through the one room and you're looking for stuff, and that you know you go through all the rooms, and then as you go back to the kitchen. And she's looking in that kitchen door, and that was the first time I actually jumped. Because <laughs> not only does he, you know, he like pop, comes out of nowhere and smacks her with a two by four, the controller gives a good jolt just as that happens. And that that's the one thing that just totally got me. That I don't know why I didn't see that coming. I think because they timed it earlier than I figured something like that would happen. Yeah, you think it'd be in a cutscene where you're like looking like in a drawer or something. Yeah. Now this one was just like out of bam nowhere. Oh, it was great. Yeah. But yeah, he got me whenever I was going to the back bedroom, in the far back, I think. Mm-hmm. And that's where it happened. He was hiding behind a door. Yeah, <laughs> mine. I think I was peeking into the kitchen, and like I'm just standing in the doorway, and bam. But um. <laughs> so. Yeah, and- here, you wake up. <laughs> here begins yeah. the John McClane, everybody is going to get into some deep shit parts yeah. of this game. She's t- <laughs> Serial killer number three for her. Yeah. This is her tied up on this makeshift operating table. Um, in fact, it's like a dentist chair, a little bit like a dentist chair maybe? Or am I wrong? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't even know. I, I can't remember. remember but she's strapped to this this chair, and um, in the corner there is a dead body um, of a uh, of a I guess it was a salesman. I think it was like a door to door salesman. He mm-hmm. he he even mentioned like I didn't want to buy anything. <laughs> they always come around wanting to sell stuff. Yeah. And this guy's obviously insane. He's he's got a, like a electronic saw, skill saw almost mm-hmm. uh, in his hand. He's getting ready to to cut you. And, um, I mean, it was one of those, I'd say kind of like, uh, I don't know, Goldfinger moments where it's about to hit you and then the doorbell rings. Yeah. Yeah. And he, and he, apparently he hears it. We're down in the basement. Somehow he hears this fucking thing. Um, over the, over the drill, he's over holding. the drill and the fact that yeah. you're down in the basement. Yeah. So he goes to investigate. During this time, during the, fr- from the time you wake up, you have you can press X to scream. And I spammed that fucking button. <laughs> Pissed my girlfriend off. It was so much fun. <laughs> because a lot of them are just, ah, ah, and there's finally one that just goes, ah, you know. Yep. <laughs> and I'm just like, I can't wait to get back to that one. I want to get back to that one. And so, <laughs> oh. and so the whole time I'm trying to get loose, you know, you have to just um, you know, get your legs free, and then you have to move the, you have to turn on the, the uh, the the skill saw, and then shift it up to you, and then have to you know yeah. cut it cut it with your hand, and she kicks it up to her hands pretty quick. Yeah, like. <laughs> she's good, you know. While I was arching, that she was gonna kick it into her side uh, and like kill yeah. herself. Yeah, I was thinking, I was like, is there going to be a button prompt for me to dodge this fucking thing? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, she, there's, there are two ways you can handle this. One is escape or get, you know, untie yourself before he shows back up or he'll show back up. 
I don't know what happens when he just shows back up and you're still tied up. Because each time I've done it, I've escaped. Yeah, same yeah. here. I got out. Um, so I don't know how the other way plays out. But yeah, there's a, a pretty intense fight. I want to assume he just kills you if you're tied up still. He may, he may be. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that that scene goes on a while, and that scene is pretty intense. Yeah, for real. Yeah. But I just don't like the guy's performance during that because he's very like they've done a pretty decent job of keeping people somewhat realistic over the course of the game i mean you know crazy accents aside and this guy is just like cartoonishly laughing and you know getting all bug-eyed and just i I didn't like how he like i didn't like that guy's performance at all during that scene (laughs) You know, in fact, I, I do want to bring this up because we talked about Jurassic Park last week. I want to talk about the movie for one second as I watched it again this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, there, the, and the, it kind of reminds me of this scene. There's one scene. In fact, it's the scene where um, oh shit, uh, Newman. What's, what was his character's name? I can't remember what was the character's name. Dennis Nedry. There you go. He. Yes, I've seen Jurassic Park a few times. I've seen it multiple <laughs> times too. I just uh, it's Newman, but. Um, he, he, you know, when he he's gets attacked by the creepy fucking not Velociraptor that spits Dilophosaurus. Mm-hmm. There you go. We have I forgot to mention we have a PhD on the show. <laughs> um, so um, I've also read the book twenty two times, so um, <laughs> that helps. I think that's more relevant. <laughs> well, there yeah. you go. But th- there, there's a part in that scene right before he, he's getting ready for, to, to wrap the, the winch around a tree. And he yep. falls. And when he falls, for some reason, I heard it, it sounded like a cartoon whip when he falls. <laughs> and, I'm just, and I even rewound it. I was like, go back. And I listened to it again. And I swear to God, I hear that, that sound. And I'm like, did they seriously just put in a cartoon sound effect in this movie? Mm-hmm. They, I mean, did anybody has anybody else ever heard that? I mean, I don't remember that. Go yeah, back. I, I don't remember that, but go back and watch it. that. Go back and watch that scene and see if you don't hear that whoop whenever he falls. Because <laughs> it happens. And but anyway, that's they, they, for some reason the way you talked about the scene reminded me of that in Jurassic Park. Yeah, so, it's just it's totally it's way off from what we've had so far. Yeah. Like, it's the first character, I hate to say it, but that feels like a video game character. Yeah. Sounds like somebody who should be in Dead Rising. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, 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 crazy doctor. That's pretty perfect. Like, he would have fit right in there. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, In a bad way. (laughs) Yeah. With Cell Dweller playing in the background. Yeah. But, um, let's see here. Um... Yeah, we. I mean, we stab him in the heart. He falls. In, in fact, she, she. She. For some reason, she wants to kick his legs out, so he falls down and lays there. I just found that ridiculous. They even played that in the credits, with her yes. kicking him and falling over dead. I'm just like, really? <laughs> They're yeah. really proud of that scene. Um. So she escapes, and then we cut to um. Naman. Naman Jaden. Naman. Uh. Back at uh. He, he it's, it's raining really hard in this scene for some odd reason. Um, and he's going to investigate 
yet another <laughs> lead. He, he got another lead um, mm-hmm. with tire tracks because he, he's trying to find whoever purchased a Chevy Malibu. And he, come, he goes back to this uh, junkyard. Um, and uh, it's run by a guy named Mad Jack. Uh, and Mad Jack has quite the, the rap sheet, too. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, uh, was it like assault on a police officer or something like that? I can't remember. He was never charged with murder, I don't think. Yeah, but, but was, they make it clear he's not a good dude. Yeah, this dude has been through prison a couple of times. Um, so he he's going there to just investigate to see if a cars went through here. And you know, we go through the whole spiel of he don't like pigs, and this is stereotypical. Like, well, this is another one, honestly, that felt like a video game character. Yeah. Because especially later in the scene, once he's attacking you, it's very much all sorts of diabolical laughter. Yeah, diabolical laughter and apparently indestructible. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I hit him with some fucking bricks in the face. Mm-hmm. He's just sitting there. <laughs> and I'm just like, really? Yeah. Just, you know? But there is one scene that I really do like. That I don't even know if you can get it unless you have to choose to do it. So anyway, uh, Mad Jack, he's like, I, I don't like pigs, get out of here, whatever. And so as Nyman, you get to put on the Ari and you can actually investigate the area just to see if there's any clues. Well, obviously there are a few clues. There's blood, there's wiped up blood stains. There's um, tire tracks that obviously um, match the... Is it, is it 83 Chevy Malibu? Uh, I think it was 80. I think so. Yeah, 83 yeah. Chevy Malibu. So there's obviously this that car has been through here. Um, but more importantly, the, um, the, the, the blood stains and what Jaden finds a little bit later on is a dead body or a skull of a person. Yeah, in like the acid bath. Yeah. That he has right by the front entrance. Yeah, what the yeah. fuck? I mean, you'd think that'd be smelling pretty bad. Yeah, but another thing is this scene, He when it starts, he says, ah, Blake left, I don't know where he went. And at first I thought, holy crap, this dude killed Blake and tossed him in the thing. That was my first thought when, it, when, that, when I saw that body in there. Huh. I was like, well, I guess I don't have to worry about Blake, and I guess Blake's not the killer. <laughs> like, like to the point that I was actually surprised later on when Blake showed up. Huh. See, I, I could have thought differently. I mean, I could see somebody saying, uh, "He be like, oh, Blake went off somewhere. Hell, Blake's probably going off to be the origami killer." <laughs> so, yeah. uh, I mean, you could obviously put it that way too. Yeah. But they're they're just not very clear about what the hell happened there. <laughs> yeah. Because all all Mad Jack says when you confront him about it is, "Oh, there was a guy here earlier." Yeah. I took care of him just yeah. like I'll take care of you. He's you snooping know, around. Right. I don't like snoopers. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, and then the fight ensues. And I don't think you can actually beat this guy. I think you will always be put into the car and have to escape the car. So will you always end up needing the trypto at the worst possible time? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Um, But, yeah, it's basically you beat him up a little bit. Uh, and you you finally get your gun on him. He's laying or sitting there, and you try and get information out of him. And so there's a few things that you can do. You can shoot close to his head, and he freaks out, or you can 
my favorite one is beat him, like pistol whip him and break his nose, <laughs> which is always fun. Um, for some reason, like every time it happened, I, I was thinking of that scene in the longest yard. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I'm going to the fucking Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> Haven't uh, seen it. Yeah, the remake. Well, there's this really big like UFC fighter guy, and he's real simple minded. And he breaks his nose. He's like, "You broke it, my nose," you know. <laughs> and I keep going back to that scene. I was like, "What a fucking idiot!" So, <laughs> but needless to say, um, you're holding the gun on him, and you're actually about to get the information that you want when he starts freaking out. Uh, Jaden does. He's he he's having a bad withdrawal trip for trypto mm-hmm. and and he's he's looking for it everywhere and he drops it and he's like oh this is what you want oh you're not gonna get it and knocks him out um and then Jaden wakes up in his car yeah being uh, dropped into the car grinder thing yeah car grinder I don't think those exist yeah I, I, I could be wrong but I don't think those exist um, <laughs> uh, and he drops his car into the car grinder. You have to um, escape. He has his hands tied to the um, to the steering wheel, which is like the second time, or later on you'll get that. Mm-hmm. But that's like the second that that'll be the coming up will be the second time your hands are tied to the car wheel or the steering wheel. Yeah. Um, and you jump out right before the car gets grinded. And um, you have another fight with um, Mad Jack. Mad Jack, yeah, and that that one's it's another one. Like the fight's gone for a long time, very long time. And I just hey. remember also thinking, man, I'm kind of tired of Jaden sucking at everything. <laughs> because the way those fights play out, I'm assuming like even when you do them right, you're still getting your ass Y'all, kicked. Jaden gets the living shit kicked out of him. Well, according to this fact, you actually can just win before you ever get go unconscious. Really? And it actually cuts the scene short because you just arrest him immediately, and you never get to the car scene, and you never go huh. unconscious. Interesting. I haven't. I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't either. Huh. So sometimes being bad at the game actually means you get more game. This is true. <laughs> so yeah. Um, but he, he, Mad Jack needs to say we don't arrest him because he gets ran the fuck over by a bulldozer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I love that Jaden's just like, oh, well, all right. <laughs> and then he just kind of leaves. You know, he's like, whatever. <laughs> Clean up, <laughs> Alpha. <four. laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, God, if he just said that, would have been awesome. Uh, yeah, just like go bad fucking buddy cop movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. One liner everywhere. Yeah. So after that, um, getting warmer. What the fuck was that scene? It looks like uh, uh, it, Shelby think... makes him some makes Lauren some eggs first. Yeah, I think it's which, just them. Which making the eggs is a trophy. <laughs> yeah, making the perfect omelet. Yeah, which I got without even really thinking about it. That's not really an omelet either. He no. just cooked some fucking scrambled eggs. Yeah. And I was like, how is that an omelet? There's nothing inside of it. There's no cheese, whatever. This is a shitty fucking omelet. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but this, but what this does lead to is them comparing the list of people that subscribe to an origami magazine yeah. with the list of the typewriter people. And this is the first time 
Shelby like in game acts super suspicious. Yeah. Like like immediately that's when I was like, okay, he's the killer then. Because he's like, ah, oh, you know, this list might not give us any leads. It's really, you know, it's like the first time he's ever just been like, no, this isn't going to work at all. This is a terrible idea. Why are you even bothering with this? You know, and it's like, why were you bothering with talking to this dude in the convenience store earlier on? You know, it's like the first time he doesn't have the enthusiasm to continue. And it's like, oh, okay. I see where this is going. Yeah. I don't know. I It was... I can't remember the first time I played this game when I said, yeah, they've they've made him the killer. Which I should just go ahead and say, I don't think I said it in the last episode, I guessed the ending to this game. I guessed who the origami killer was when I played the demo. <laughs> so, I basically just ruined it for myself. Yeah. I do that with I, a lot of games. Yeah, I figured it was him because I thought Blake was dead at this point. Because Blake was the one guy I was like, for, thought for sure was the killer. And then as soon as Shelby started acting suspicious, I'm like, oh, well, it's got to be this. But then they go into the scene where they they found one of these people, and they found the name, and then they're going to check their grave site. And it's uh, it ends up being the grave of the brother, as we find out in a flashback to the brother actually getting hurt and dying, basically. Yeah. Which... That's that's where you get those kids that are just so French Canadian that it's just painful to listen to them talk. Yeah, those. I mean, yeah, there is no mistaking that Sean is a better actor than these fucking kids were. Yeah, and it oh, was yeah. just God. It was it was fucking horrible. Yeah, it, it's like it's like Ted from Accounting's kid. They're like, hey, you got a kid, right, Ted? Why don't you get him in here and have him spit out some lines for this game? Yeah, I mean that—that's like the level of how it sounds. Yeah, I, and it's one—it's a voice that I fucking can't do. I, mean, I can do all sorts of voices, mm-hmm. but I can't do a French Canadian French Canadian kid. If it's if it's French can I, like once again, I don't know what this is. It, you know, it has like a little bit of Dutch kind of sound to it too. Yeah, it, it, so. it's a weird accent, but yeah. Either He's way, not, it's like... It is, I, it's, yeah, I always go back to British. <laughs> yeah. I'd have been fine if the kids were just British. <laughs> Either way, it's like they're so bad, it's almost like you wonder if they were used to throw you off from thinking <laughs> that Scott Shelby's the killer. <laughs> it can't be them. Those kids are Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> so, like they had accents, you know? You don't just lose that. Just have them speak a different language altogether. Mm-hmm. Subtitles. Yeah. So... But we end up playing the scene of like playing like we get the the angry drunk dad telling them to just get the hell out of here and you know they basically start playing through this whole construction site and you know it, you're jumping on beams and you have to balance on one of them and it's a pretty long sequence of running through this place in you know that's under construction yeah. And it looks like mm-hmm. the worst place for a kid to be playing in. Yeah, the first the first time I I saw the rebars sticking up out of the ground, I mm-hmm. was thinking one of those kids is going to jump and get impaled. Oh yeah, that's what I was. You know, I'm a morbid fucking person, so that's what I was thinking. No, no, it's more simpler than that. Yeah, and also a terrible place for kids, but it also rang true to me because that's the kind of place that I would have hung out. I mean, yeah. when, I, when I was growing up, we had a a barn 
that was half collapsed from <laughs> snow, and there was just dangerous shit everywhere, and we used to just climb through it. Like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he's got the whole absentee parent parenting thing going on too. So yeah, I guess that does make sense. I mean, but... I'm sure those kids were thinking they were on a wild adventure, and I thought yeah. that part, you know. I, like, I kind of smirked when they were running through there. I'm like, yep, that seems exactly like what I would have done. Man, I guess my parents were too strict and didn't let me play in places I could die. I parents see. were lame, I tell you. Yeah. If only I had more drunk parents. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you were the first person to ever say that. <laughs> but, um, Survival of the fittest. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I would have turned into a serial killer, too. Mm-mm. So, needless to say, um, I mean that's that's cutting way ahead, but we need to kind of mm-hmm. speed light speed this. Um, there, there's there's this part where um, you play as Madison. She goes to this nightclub. The owner of the nightclub also. Wh- why does she go talk to this guy again? Because he's the one who owned the place that they were renting to the doctor. Right. They, like, it's like it was weird. It was like the doctor was subletting it to someone else, and but it, this is basically the guy who owned the building. Yeah. Which Paco, who is the single worst voice actor in the game, and he's doing he's doing Tony Montana from Scarface, <laughs> but worse. Yeah, it's like like it, nobody speaks like that. Nobody. Like and, that's only for that movie. That's only for Scarface. So you yeah. don't watch Scarface and then think that that's what a Cuban accent sounds like. No. Well, not just that, but Ugh. Norman or Naman. Not Naman calls him Paco. Paco, yeah. <laughs> uh, my yeah girl, that's right. My girlfriend said this because you know, she's watching me this whole time. She fucking hates this game. I have to put that in the context. You do not understand how much <laughs> she hates this game. And he said Paco. He's like, hey, you know what Paco is? And she's like, did she just call him fucking Paco? Hey. And I was See, like, yeah. I find those kind of things hilarious because I know so many people <laughs> just mispronounce words. And, and like in my life, there's so many people that just say things stupidly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but Paco? Or Gammy? <laughs> well, come on. This is... Yeah. Somebody must say it that way, right? I... <sighs> if only the person that was acting it. Yeah, I guess, but ugh. I wonder if like David Cage like directed them to mispronounce stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you wouldn't think they would go out of their way to pronounce it like it, that, right? It would make you it just... more emotional if you get it wrong, <laughs> you know. So I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, but she, the way she has to get into his place is to become a sexy chick and yeah. do the dancing, and so you have to go into the bat. Like he won't pay her any attention because she's wearing like a like she looks. As as my as my fiance put it, she's like she looks like she's going to a business meeting. She doesn't look like she's out at a club. So she goes into the bathroom and like tears half her skirt off. Yeah, fucks her shit up. Yeah, so she has a mini skirt and then unbuttons her shirt and then like she's supposed to kind of be shaking up her hair to be hotter, but it looks exactly exactly the same, the same. after she shakes it. <laughs> and I was just like, now you just look like you got beat up. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you got fighting in the bathroom. Yeah, or and it's like. No woman goes to a club and then puts on their makeup once they get to the club. Like, that just... No, that doesn't happen that way. But, yeah, she she puts on makeup and then you have to do a quick time to dance. Holy fuck, and, I think I broke this woman's ankles a million times. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was always, oh, I fucked up my heel. You know, and I was, oh, God, that pissed me off. 
Well, and the worst part is like if you glance over while she's doing the dance, they have the split screen with Paco looking at her. Yeah. And he's like licking his lips and just looking completely disgusting. It I mean, looks so stupid. Thing. <laughs> it is like this is there is people like this don't exist. Like this is another video game creation thing. Like this is not like like he didn't ring true to the rest of the game either. Yeah. Because he's just doing the whole "you're gonna show me what you got," you know. It's oh, it's just—he's the worst. I hated this. I hated the entire everything about Paco. I hated. Yeah. Which might have been intentional because once you get her upstairs, he immediately is like, "You do a strip tease now," you know, and points a gun at her to make her do a strip tease, and feels pretty good when you wail him with that. Uh, yeah. Lamp. Lamp. <laughs> Or whatever. I don't know if there's multiple things that you can use. No, it's only the lamp. It's only the lamp. Yeah. I know there's a trophy for not revealing as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, which I got that on my first playthrough. So I got that because um, mm-hmm. I really wanted to knock him the fuck out too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, and that's the only option you get. Yeah. Because I, I ended up, she basically got down to uh, her panties and that was it. I was like, okay, more nudity game. All right, then. And then from that point forward, the only option you have is to grab the lamp. So huh. no matter what, you smack him in the head. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, and comes my my favorite. It, it was a horrible scene, uh, but it was my favorite scene to do because I kept fucking it up, and I, <laughs> I kept fucking it up on purpose. She has him tied up. She wants to get information from him. She grabs his balls. I grabbed this man's balls probably 20 times. <laughs> because it was fucking hilarious. Because he kept saying the same thing. Ah! What are you doing? Ah! Ah! Yeah. And I'd let go. And I'd grab him again. What are you doing? Ah! And <laughs> my girlfriend was getting so pissed off. This is like the ultimate troll game for me. I fucking loved it. <laughs> And I will say, like when you're doing that, I, I've I've done that both on the move and on the normal controller. And the way you hold, you ha- they make you hold the controller is like almost feels like how you would have to hold it <laughs> if you were grabbing his balls. Because like with, with the move control, like you have to be holding like one because the move, you know, it has the main ma- the main big button in the middle, but it's got the four buttons around the outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have to be hitting that main one along with the trigger, along with like two of the other buttons. So you almost have to have like both hands just clutching down on this controller. And the way they make you hold it actually feels like you've like you're having to squeeze the controller really hard just to hang on to it. It's it, it's almost scary how much somebody thought about this. Yeah. You know. So yeah, they they did that. Um, yeah, she gets the information she needs. Yeah, and leaves, and then I guess the next scene is Nam and Jaden showing up. Yeah, right as she's leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Nam just goes right on up. Um, but there's there's the split screen moment where Nam is walking up to the the I guess the office part of the nightclub, mm-hmm. and uh, the split screen is having uh, Paco. Paco. Um, Paco. Paco. Um, talking to somebody in the shadows. Somebody wearing... Somebody... 
dressed up as Humphrey fucking Bogart. Who who it's wears? Like, yeah. It's like they just wanted that classic film noir shadow on the wall. Yeah, they, they, that's yeah. the only reason he's wearing that outfit. Yeah, trench coat, fedora. You know, I'm just like nobody wears this shit in 2010. Mm-hmm. You know, and so. And at that point, I was like, it has to be Shelby because that man is burly as fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> and I was like, so. But anyway, um. The split screen shows uh, them talking. Uh, he's talking to the, the shadowy figure. The shadowy figure pulls out a gun and shoots him in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, and how does he? Oh yeah, he doesn't escape. Jaden comes in the door and finds the body. Yeah, Jaden comes in and starts investigating. Puts immediately on the, gets attacked. Yeah, puts on the Ari, um, and then when he gets attacked, it knocks his sunglasses off. His Ari glasses off. And then gets into a big tangle with the, the origami killer. Mm-hmm. Um, and during this fight, um, multiple things happen. Uh, there is a samurai sword that is picked up at one time. Yeah. Um, because Paco is the type of guy who had who would have a samurai sword hanging on his wall. Yeah. It's like like Zed. And yeah. <laughs> If you don't do that part right when the guy comes at you with the samurai sword, you will get impaled on the desk. Through the gut, and you will die right then. And you will go, oh, well, I, man, I messed that one up. I guess he's going to yank that out and stumble away. Nope, he's going to lie there dead with his eyes open, and that is the end of <laughs> Nam and Jaden. Oh. Is that where it ended for you? Yep, he he died right then, and bam, scene fades out, and it's over. It's moving on to the next thing. Man, so you missed all of the other parts of Namens. Yeah, like, like from that point forward, it was like, Namens done. But Damn. what happens if you don't get Crazy. stabbed in the gut with a katana? <laughs> I will definitely go through all that, because one of my favorite parts of this entire game is with Namen, Jaden. Mm. Um, so uh, you fight him, yeah, he gets away, he runs away, basically. Um, and after that, you investigate the area. You, you know, you, you find... Small things, but before uh, the origami killer runs off, he's able to grab his trench coat and rip a pocket off. Um, and inside that pocket, there were two receipts for gas, um, uh, like gas receipts for a gas station. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are added into evidence. Um, uh, and there's one other very crucial piece of evidence that is added as well. When the Ari sunglasses were knocked off of Nyman's face. Uh, it was it continued to record, and it recorded mm-hmm. part of the fight. That will be a huge deciding factor on whether Nyman succeeds or not in finding Sean, mm. uh, which we will get to a little bit later on. Um, but uh, basically, what happens is um, uh, after that, we have the scene with uh, Ethan. Coming back, um, uh, everybody's, uh, you know, he, he's there with uh, Madison. Um, Matt, he, he, he finds out Madison falls asleep or something like that because she went through some shit. Um, and he, he, he goes through her shit. Some shit is them having sex. Oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember. She goes through some shit. I couldn't remember. Well, I, mean, I, I thought she was just tired from the almost getting killed by the crazy doctor guy. She's tired mm-hmm. from something. Yeah, she's tired from something. Um, but, well, see, it depends. You can you cannot 
initiate intercourse with her. Oh, you mean coitus? No. Sex. Or... <laughs> oh, we're getting technical, are we? Yeah. Um, you don't have to have sex with her if you don't want to. Um, I don't know what happens if you don't have sex with her. Yeah, that's bad for me to say, but... <laughs> yeah, I think everyone makes that choice. Yeah. I fucked her. I fucked her dead. But anyway, um, she, she's she's asleep. Ethan goes through her shit, finds out, hey, she's been writing notes and shit about me. Holy shit, she's a fucking reporter. She's wanting to write a book mm-hmm. about her adventures with me. Not really intentionally, though. I mean, he just picks up her jacket and this stuff falls out. This yeah. is true. Yeah, he's wanting to leave. Because he's trying to sneak out. Yeah, he's, he's ready to leave to go do the last trial. Um, he finds out about it. She wakes, or, or he wakes her up, kind of. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, and you have a choice. Now, this choice actually determines the ending, one of the endings. Um, uh, she, she explains, it's all a mistake. I really do love you, blah, 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 blah. So you have a choice of believing her and forgiving her mm-hmm. or not believing her and denying her. Um, I can't remember what I – well, I, I can remember what I did. I, I believed her, but it didn't matter because he died at the end. <laughs> uh, so I didn't, hmm. get to, I didn't get to see that ending. Um, yeah. But uh, um, you, you, I, I believed her and forgave her in that one. In in the new, this one I'm Which playing. Is, that's that's what I did. Yeah. In mine. That's and, what I did the first time. So I did not forgive her this time. Yeah. Um. And after that, what happens after that? Well, the, what happens is she goes downstairs to get food or something. At least if you've forgiven her, she yeah. says, "Please just wait here. Just let me get some food, and then you can go do whatever you need to do, and I can help you." And as she's going downstairs, that's when she sees all the cops, oh. and the SWAT team, and everything coming okay. in. I couldn't remember when yeah, that. If you happened. don't forgive yeah. her, yeah. If you don't forgive her, she's just leaving, but she still sees the cops and has the same dialogue, basically, her mono, inner, inner monologue, where she's like, "Oh, I should warn him." But there's other things in her yeah. thoughts, well, are you... like, "Fuck him, I'm leaving." Yeah. Well, I mean, you can, you can. I don't know what you do in that one, but in mine, I went into the main office. And talk to the in the second worst boy that voice actor in the game is in there is that guy behind the counter. Yeah. Oh, that guy is he's oh. slimy. Oh, he's just no, but it's just a terrible performance. That another one, or uh, I don't even want to attempt to imitate him, but he's just worthless. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. but you, you but you use the phone and, and can call him and warn him. Yeah. Which I'm not sure if you end up having to do that or not. I mean, you don't have to. I can't right. remember what happens if you don't. Yeah, but I've always warned. I I warned him this time and was able to get away. He can get caught. I can't remember what happens when he gets caught. Uh, I know because he got caught. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah, they catch him on the roof. All right. And, you know, they they basically get the guns pointed on him and he kind of just surrenders. Oh, you didn't jump? Uh, no, because I didn't get the chance. I didn't oh. get far enough. I missed too many prompts because thanks PlayStation Move, you're Oof, terrible. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. If you keep going, he 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 does the whole slowly fall off the building. And, oh, he got caught by something, and he's good to go. Mm-hmm. And there were no cops downstairs to catch him, huh? <laughs> I, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> they all went to the roof. Bad move. He, yeah, he escaped. Yeah. Um, and that's what happened with me. Um, after that, um, bring the pain. Bring the pain. Which one was bring the pain? 
Bring the Pain was... Uh, what now? I was going to say, I've got the one with Shelby and Lauren. Yeah. Yeah, water. yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Shelby goes back to his apartment. Lauren's there. And um, Gordy's dad, I, which apparently he's some type of mob boss. He um, He's there. Knocks them both out. Throws them in a car. Throws them in Shelby's car, I guess. Um, and uh, throws them in a lake. Um, and this is uh, another choice that affects the ending. We're getting to mainly choices that affect the endings. Yeah. Um, uh, you have to escape, obviously, um, while the um, the car is sinking into the lake. Or it might even be the ocean. I don't know. Fuck. It can't be in the ocean if this is Philadelphia. Um, but anyway, um, it's sinking... Uh, and you have a choice of either saving Lauren or not saving Lauren. But as as Mackie, as you said, the the choice was kind of ambiguous because mm-hmm. it was one of those. Oh, if I get out on my side, I just leave Lauren there. But if I get out on Lauren's side, I save her. And so yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's what I did accidentally. Is I kicked the window out and I thought, oh, he's gonna just pull her up. Like I didn't realize I had to untie her first. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't even realize that the motion I was doing, I, and I guess I should have because you have to do it twice. Yeah. To yeah. kick the window in. So I should have realized, okay, I got to stop and untie her first. But instead, I just kicked it out and took off, and Lauren drowned in the car. Well, there you go. Yeah. So there's, Good job, there's, Scott. Goodbye, Lauren. Yep. There's, there's now, affecting your ending. Yeah. If I was going for perfect crime, you know, that would have made a difference. There you go. <laughs> um, but unfortunately, yeah. You can uh, save her. Uh, you can, um, and he 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 basically goes on a tirade. Yeah. In fact, like, I got some things to do. <laughs> yeah, he he borrows her car, promptly wrecks her fucking car into a mansion, <laughs> drives it. The, yeah, like fucking. Like I I go back to movies. I don't know why, but I go back to Last Action Hero when he drives a fucking monster truck through a mansion. <laughs> That's how I felt. Well, over the top. Sylvester Stallone drives a big rig through the front door of Robert Loge's mansion. Exactly. Yep. Damn, that's an even better analogy. Yep. <laughs> I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. But um, and I mean, he he goes on a fucking killing spree. Oh yeah. Like he's this he's, is kind of like a light gun game with the move. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. You have to aim it at the circles. Yeah. Before they close up. Do you have to hit a certain button or just any button? The trigger. The oh. trigger. Yeah, you have to aim it at the circles and hit the trigger to sh- actually shoot everybody. Yeah. And I, although there, there's quite a bit of assist on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It snaps very quickly. Then that trophy would have been a ten times easier. Uh, I missed one. I somehow missed one guy doing that. Which yeah. I still blame the move. <laughs> but, but yeah, I was I was close to getting that too. I redid that section so many fucking times, but I finally got that trophy. So how does it work on the controller? Is it just it's, are you are you moving a reticle with the right stick or something? You're, you're not moving shit. It, it like it pops up on the guy R two, and you have two seconds to hit it, or R one, R two, R one, R one, R two, L two, L one, L one, L one, L two, L two, R four, and it's and it's like ran, it's random and complete like fucking just. just Nerve wracking because you you don't Man, know. When I play that one again, I'm playing it with a move. <laughs> that you, you you better do it. Yeah. But I finally got it, and I was like, "Holy shit!" And you have another choice. This choice has um, 
he has a heart attack. Um, uh, the, the, the father does. <laughs> um, and uh, you can choose to either get his pills and give them to him so he can save him from having a heart attack or just mm-hmm. leave him there to die. I left him there to die. I did too. Not even thinking about a trophy. I'm just like, I don't like this guy anymore. Nope, I gave him the pills. I don't I, know why. I gave him the pills. I should have let that dude die. Well, I gave him the pills the first playthrough because I was trying to be the paladin, you know, like the, the good guy in all of this. And um, there's a trophy for giving him the pills, but is there a trophy for not giving him the pills? Yes. There is? I think so. Then I don't have that trophy. <laughs> I don't know. I must have got cheated out of that one too. So, because I didn't give him the pills this time. Um, Which at this point, like, Shelby has fucking lost it. I mean, he's, 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 I'm shooting every fucking body. Mm -hmm. And fucking nimble for 260 pound man. Yeah. You know? So, I, and for some reason, everybody drastically, like, when they get shot, gets rocketed across the screen. Yeah. Uh, I was like, man, they really are going for this. Yeah, I take it back. There is no trophy for not giving it to him. There you go. I, I didn't think so. Um, and after that, what is happening? What's happening after that? After that is. I was thinking of the rat. <laughs> oh, the rat. Yeah. Um, and Shepard. That's when we go as Madison to the um the mother of the twins. Um. Scott Shelby's mom, basically. Mm-hmm. And we try to figure out what the other son's name was because we know who one son is, which we forgot to mention. We find out what one of the son's names is through Scott Shelby and Lauren going to a cemetery and finding um, the the child who died his gravestone. Mm-hmm. And then we find out who the mother is. Now we have to find out what the other son's name is because he got adopted afterwards so we go uh, to her she is now kind of senile um very elderly woman she uh well she has alzheimer's so it's like it's very difficult to have a conversation with her which is actually the way they play that is is somewhat accurate to talking to someone with alzheimer's yeah yeah because they'll like they'll pick out one or two things that you're saying and then just kind of go off onto that side tangent of it. Yeah. Which she does that a lot where you'll talk about flowers or something and, you know, she'll talk about, I I can't even remember now what some of the stuff she said because it's, they captured that frustration very well where it's just like, I just want you to answer this one question. Why can't you do that? Yeah. But there's two things that you have to do to trigger the, the correct response. Uh, mm-hmm. um, make an origami figure of a dog and go get her some orchids. There just so happen to be some orchids out in the hallway. Yeah, and I didn't like that you can pass those orchids the first time and it won't let you touch them. I was like, there's orchids. I'm going to need orchids. I'm in a video game. <laughs> let me pick up those orchids. Yeah, I knew what to do in this one, and it kind of pissed me off, too, because I was like, I need those orchids. I'm just going to grab them. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, I have to go and initiate this shit. Yeah. You know, and nobody runs in this fucking game. So, yeah. <laughs> and then so, you know, but after that, we, the the, the first big reveal, um, it, it, it kind of oozes out a little bit, but you never hear the name. She whispers it into Madison's ear. 
Then we cut to Jaden. Uh, Norman Jaden's back at the uh, police headquarters, and he is cracking down on trying to figure out who the origami killer is. He's going through his Ari, and you have to sift through all the clues and things like that. And this part right here, I do want to mention this. Um, I know we're we're running a little late, but um, this was my favorite part in this entire game. And there is, it's one... And I didn't even play it. Yeah, you didn't even play it. (laughs) Um, And it was so fucking brilliant, the, the way they handled it. Was that Norman is frantically trying to figure out, to find all these clues that are inside of the Ari. And he's trying to piece them together, analyze them, stuff like that. And you actually do this stuff. And um, trying to geo-profile all the stuff. And he's... He, you know, he, he's obviously strung out on the Trypto, or having withdrawals from the Trypto. And this Ari system, you start getting these, these small hints that this Ari system is kind of fucking with his brain a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you, you, the player, I know, I remember so distinctly, it was me and my roommate were sitting down when I first played this game. We, he was watching me the whole time. He never played it. And I was just racking my brain trying to figure out what clue have I not looked at yet. You know, and, he, and it shows, you know, you're watching Norman go through his clues and stuff like that. And uh, the longer it takes, yeah, the he starts lo- getting a bloody nose. And- no, his eye is what it and is. And his eye, yeah. And that, that was what was so brilliant about it, was that I was so busy looking at all these clues and trying to analyze things that my roommate, there's a one little bead of blood coming from up under his sunglasses, and it's slowly going down his cheek. And my roommate was like, "Dude, his fucking eyes bleeding." I looked. I was like, "Holy fucking shit! It, it is." And I was and I was caring about this these characters. And I was like, "It was so fucking subtle that I would never have picked up on that because I was just like Jaden is. I was too preoccupied trying to figure out what I needed to analyze to get this right." Yeah. And it, I was like, "That's fucking brilliant." And they and that was the one thing in this entire game that, that blew me away was that this fucking shit is killing him and he doesn't care. And the player doesn't care because he wants to find out who this killer is. He's that, that, he's that desperate. That is the best stuff about this game is kind of like the way the storytelling is really subtle about things and the way, the way they interpret real life things into video game form you know, much like how they make you hold a controller during certain sections and mm-hmm. stuff like that where they divert your focus to something else while they're doing something simultaneously. Just yeah. like that where you're not noticing this one little thing that's getting worse and worse. Yeah. They, But they that was the best scene in the game for me. That was a frantic scene for me. The first time, you know, I figured everything out. But I must have missed a clue this time. And I think it was the, uh, the gas receipt. Okay. So I never had enough to put everything together. Really? And it's like, do you want to give up? I'm like, no, I don't want to give up. I'm going to figure this out. And I just kept going, kept going, kept going. Norman Jaden just falls over dead. <laughs> really? Hey, like, that blood gets intense. Really? There's blood running all down his face, and then all of a sudden he just kind of makes a gurgling sound, I think, and then just, like, falls face first onto the desk, and he's dead. 
Wow, yeah. I didn't know that. That's how he died that. in this playthrough for me. Wow, that's insane. I didn't know he could do that. Yeah, it's not really an OD unless he's ODing on Ari. They, he, just, like, he just gets fucked up and dies. <laughs> that's nuts. I just I, I knew exactly what to do this part this time. I, I stayed long enough for the, the blood to come down his eye and then I turned it off. But um, what you have to do is you have to have the, the, the gas tickets. That makes the geoprofiling circle smaller because it's going to be in the radius of where those gas stations are. He's saying, well, probably some, but the origami killer lives around these gas stations. Um, and the other uh, one is the video. The video that was recorded in the nightclub when Ari was knocked off his face. Um, it records some parts of the origami killer, like choking Jaden. Mm-hmm. And... Um, there's if you freeze frame it and zoom in, enhance, um, enhance, enhance, <laughs> enhance again. Um, a golden watch. You'll see a golden watch that he's wearing, and then Jaden has the whole, you know, flashback moment of, oh, these golden watches. We give them to all the retiring police officers whenever they retire, and he's like, holy fucking shit. The origami killer. The origami killer is <laughs> is somebody who is either a cop or used to be a cop. And so he does a geo-profiling combined with the gas receipts, combined with um, the... Uh, all, cl- the mur- all the victims. Yeah, all the victims combined with uh, the, the origami shop and the uh, flower shops. And there's one match. Scott Shelby. But we don't know who that is. It just shows there's been a match found. And then mm-hmm. it cuts to the next scene. Um, after that, we, we go to Ethan. Ethan is, uh, um, doing his last trial. The last trial is, um, he must sacrifice his life for his sons, which is basically, there's a camera there saying, there's multiple cameras there, actually. So did you not do this one, Mackie? Uh, no. It says this, this will not take place if Ethan got arrested on the rooftop. Yep. He gets captured and he's just like, basically Ethan was out of the game once I got captured on that rooftop. Wow, that's nuts. He, he doesn't show back up until the epilogue, and depending oh, on what, huh. depending on what you do when you get to Sean, your ending is so different. Yeah, yeah. it is. Crazy. Yeah, I I didn't get to do any of that. Huh. So he his the last one is um he has to drink this poison. the The video says it is a poison that will kill you in two hours. Or one hour? 60 minutes. Ever. 60 minutes, okay. It's one hour. So you have one hour to take the final piece of the puzzle, go to yeah, the destination. And it, and it and says on the son. video, this is just enough time to go save your son, say goodbye, and then that's it. You're you know, dead. bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I drank it. Um, yeah, I did this time. Yeah. Um, oh, you didn't do it the first time? No, I, I think I did the first time also. Yeah, I did that the first time. Um, but I did this... Got the trophy, yay! Um, and uh, we run off to go save our son. Um, at this point, we cut to Madison. Madison now knows who the origami killer is. She goes to his apartment. Um, yes, she does. Yeah, yeah. Because fuck, she's serial killers mean nothing to me. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. So she goes to uh, the apartment. Uh, I for- I totally forgot before Madison shows up. We have a scene with Scott Shelby destroying evidence. 
he uh, yeah. he burns up all the stuff that he has been collecting. This is when this is the big reveal of he'll throw something into the fire and then does a, a flashback of yeah of him to when he doing, got it. Yeah, and this is where we see the flashback of him killing the the clock guy. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that didn't really happen, but whatever. Mm. <laughs> um, so and so he's destroying all the evidence. Yeah, at least it gave a good motivation for why he was doing all these things. Yeah. Was he was getting yeah. all the evidence so he could destroy it. Yeah, he was which covering up his tracks. kind of makes you wonder why he didn't do that earlier, yeah. but, you know. So, I mean... Who knows? I don't know either. But, you know, we'll get... Yeah, in broad strokes, it makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. here's his rationale, you know, this is the... Yeah. yeah, this is a good scene, and, you know, when you take the 20-foot view of it. Yeah. Yeah, it rationalizes all the activity that he's been going through throughout the game. Yeah. So um, we we cut to Madison. Madison is snooping around uh, Shelby's apartment and office area. Um, she's trying to find more evidence. She finds a back room where uh, he's been growing orchids. Also, this is where he's been planning all his kidnappings and shit. Uh, and there's a video letters. camera on Sean. No, I didn't like see there's that. There's a there's a video screen where they show Sean drowning. Yep. Hmm. I did not see that. Yeah. Um, I try to leave, and oh, Joey's here. Uh, he locks you in, and now you have to find a way out. Which yeah, he's lit the building on fire. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Fucking balls to the wall. He is yeah. he is in it to win it. That's what Scott <laughs> Shelby is. He. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, uh, you must know the end of the game is coming up. Yeah. Um, so in very resourceful, uh, Madison finds a, a, a depression in the wall. Well, she hears that it's hollow behind it. Yeah. Yeah. Beats the hell out of it, climbs through to the bathroom. And now we have to escape the, the, the burning building. Uh, mm-hmm. The the big thing I is this time. oh really <laughs> I fell on the floor and burned to death I got burned at least three times I think um and the, it was her pants kept getting on fire <laughs> and then the last one was she was like completely engulfed in flames but stopped dropped and rolled oh. I, I thought on she hot was, embers yeah on hot <laughs> embers that was yeah. the thing. It's yeah, like, she you're... stopped, dropped, rolled, and then stopped rolling <laughs> and burned up. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You want to know how my game ended? Because if you look out the window, she goes, if I jump, I'll die. <laughs> and oh. the way the move works is you have to actually aim on – you have to aim a crosshair on the response you want. And there simply says, jump, don't jump. But they're super close together and they're floating around a little bit. And the move screwed me over so bad when I tried to click don't jump, I clicked jump. And she jumps out the window, lands on the ground in the alley, dies, and then cue all the cutscenes at the end of the game. What? Yep. That was the that was the actual end of your game? Yes. That was the first time I played it. Crap. That's how it Because ended. there's nobody else to save Sean. Yep. They didn't even show Shelby like walking away or uh it, they show that ending, that cutscene. But Crazy. yeah, it started into the cutscenes. It's like the reporter saying how Madison, this this you know this reporter valiantly died trying to catch the origami killer, and yeah, it we'll get into all those. But yeah, it cuts straight to that if she jumps out that window. Yeah. Well, at least it was so, probably less painful than burning up. Yeah. 
But needless to say, I immediately reloaded and got out of that section alive this time. But, yeah, it's... <laughs> apparently you can survive by climbing in the refrigerator. Yeah, you pull Indiana Jones. <laughs> and do you actually get blasted out of the building? I don't think so. In fact, it blows up, and then it shows Mass and kind of just nonchalantly walking out of the fucking building. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> And she's like, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about all that other, you know, cool. getting yourself Look at out the of time. the fridge and surviving. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah they don't explain that any stuff. of that. But, yeah, that's how I survived. I don't know if there's any other way to. How did you survive? Uh, you can get out. You can kick the door in. Oh, okay. oh, I hid in the refrigerator the first time. Yeah, I, yeah. Did, I did that both times. Is, yeah, what, what happens is, is you get on the counter, I believe, in the in the kitchen, and you climb out the window and jump to the other window that's in the hallway. And then you run out of the building that way. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you can do it that way also, but you don't get a trophy for that. Yeah. There's a reason why um, the building's about to explode. Shelby fucking just randomly had a propane tank and and turned it on. So, which I kind of know how propane works. That was um, that. That was his backup plan, you know. Yeah, wouldn't wouldn't that like there is no timer on escaping propane? Yeah. <laughs> Once you struck a match, kaboom. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> so, I don't know how that worked, but <laughs> I, I yeah. So after that, um, this I mean that was that's the beginning of the end right there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you know, and after- if, yeah, she gets outside and she gets on her bike, and for me. You know, you have the three options. She picks up her phone and goes, oh, man, who am I going to call? And, you know, you have the option to call Nam and Jaden. Uh-huh. You have the option to call Ethan. Or you have the option to just go because yeah. she's found the address. Yeah. And since Nam and Jaden had been stabbed in the gut with a katana, <laughs> I wasn't calling him. Ethan was in jail, so I wasn't calling him. I was like, well, I guess Madison has to go save this kid. And well, I guess what happens if Nam and Jaden is still alive? Um, it depends. If um, it all depends on how well you did. If Ethan um, failed one of his trials and does not have the um, the address, uh, he can guess. Uh, there's like four options. He looks on a GPS and tries to figure out these four options, and. Um, you can randomly – I just randomly chose – this is the first time I ever played through this since I didn't shoot the guy. Uh, I didn't have the full address, so I had yeah. the four options. I just randomly chose the right option. That's what I did too, and I yeah. wonder if there's a little bit of leading or something because I feel like – I feel like normally I wouldn't just randomly guess the right one, and especially I wouldn't think that we would both just randomly guess the right one. Yeah, that that it was weird how I just guessed it right. Yeah. Um. It was a long time that, ago that I played it, though, so maybe there were other th- clues that I don't remember now. Yeah. The um, the other um, um, deciding factor is if how well Jaden did. If he figures out who, um, you know, while he's in the Ari, if you just choose to give up, he doesn't he doesn't find out the the address. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have the option of calling somebody if you don't know who it is. If if one of those people do not know where the location is. Um, so my first time playing, I called Ethan. Because Ethan 
I, I figured Ethan didn't know where the place was, even though I randomly chose it correctly. Mm-hmm. And so Ethan, I called him. He's like, that's where I'm headed right now. I'm like, good. Thank God. I chose the right one. <laughs> um, and that's pretty much it. Um, and then yep. we get, go ahead. I was just saying, my ending this time was much different after that point because the only person I had left alive was Ethan. And, uh, he shows up in time, you know, he finds Sean in that grate. Uh, he busts the lock open and saves him and then resuscitates him cause he's half drowned. Yep. And I'm like, oh, this is a wonderful, you know, everything that I went through in this game, everybody that died, I finally got to the ending. I saved Sean, you know, bittersweet ending, but, you know, things are going to work out in the end. This is great. (laughs) And then he opens, uh, he opens the doors to that garage that they're basically in. And there's a bunch of police outside. And then Blake just says, open fire. (laughs) And they kill Ethan. They shoot him Uh down. And that's the end of the game. That's, oh, Blake! Blake gets to be a dick one last time. Yeah, Ugh. that's I how. I believe it. That's how my first playthrough ended, and it pissed me off so bad because I'm. Ugh. See, the deciding factor in whether Ethan dies or lives is how well you do with Madison. Um, uh, Madison shows up uh, on her motorcycle. The cops have got the place surrounded. Ethan's already in there, and well, she, she was dead in my story, anyways. Yeah, see, she was she was alive. In my first playthrough, I got the best ending possible this time around. But my last time, what happened was you have to basically warn the cops. Hey, Ethan is not the killer. Don't shoot him. That's what she's trying to do. Right. Mm -hmm. And my first time playing through, I fucked up one fucking quick time event and she got arrested because she was trying to run to get into the, the factory with Ethan. And I fucked it up. She slipped and fell, and a cop grabbed her and put her in the back of the police car. And then I get the same scene. The scene of uh, Ethan showing up, saving Sean, getting attacked by Shelby. Shelby shows up um, and saying, I'm going to kill you. Norman, because Norman was still alive in my game. Norman coming, attacking Shelby, and uh, beating the hell out of him. Ethan goes outside, gets shot. Shelby dies because Jaden, you know, inadvertently kills him. So, and that's how my game ended. And it was that trophy of, oh, you made it to the very end and then failed. Oh. And I was like, oh, well, I didn't get that one. Yeah, I got that trophy. And it just left a, such a bad taste in my mouth. But this time around, um, everything played out the same except that, um, Madison made it into the factory. The cops are like, fucking hold your fire. You know, Blake's all like, fucking dumb bitch. But anyway, um, <laughs> he's the worst. I hate I, him. I really hate him. Um, and so she, she's inside with Ethan. Ethan does the whole, you know, resuscitation thing. Uh, Shelby shows up again. The, the only difference is Madison is with Ethan at the time. Uh, he pulls the gun on both of them. Jaden comes in out of nowhere, tackles. We get onto the um, onto the roof, to the crane. We do the whole quick time fighting stuff. Um, yeah, and it, it, it ends pretty much the same way. Yeah, and if Jaden is dead, you do that stuff with Madison. Yeah, so that's and that that's pretty much it. The endings that I got were Ethan 
I guess is acquitted of all charges, even though he killed that guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, him and Madison start a life together with Sean. Uh, they get an apartment. Um, let's see here. Uh, Norman Jaden is kind of like a, a, a well-known FBI agent who wrote a book. Um, the only bad thing with him is since I didn't get, I didn't continue taking the trip though. He now suffers from constant re vision, which like he he'll he'll be sitting there doing his paperwork, and all of a sudden, like virtual reality tanks will start like riding on his desk <laughs> and shit like that, and he mm-hmm. starts freaking out. Um, and the other one is um, Lauren is there at the grave of Scott Shelby, and she's like, "I spit on your grave," and man walks yeah, off. I saw that one. And that's pretty much it. I like the one if uh, if Jaden dies, and basically Blake and the chief are just sitting there, and the chief's like, "Oh, we're having his funerals tomorrow." And Blake's like, ah, "I'm not gonna go. I didn't really like the guy." <laughs> yeah. And then he decides to play around with the glasses, and he finally puts the Ari glasses on, and then instead of the butler, he sees Jaden, and kind of freaks out a little bit. Huh. Yeah, and Jaden gives him this weird smile, and then the scene's over. Yeah, so like it's it's almost like a Tekken ending. <laughs> like like you know how Tekken endings were just really weird. Yeah. And random, like it feels like a Tekken ending for some reason. Yeah. Because like Norman or because because Norman Jaden just appears out of the blue, and then it's over. Yeah, Norman Jaden does not have a happy ending in any ending. <laughs> like I, I'm I'm serious. Like either. He's addicted to Tripto and ODs in a hotel room, mm-hmm. which is his bad ending if you continue to take the Tripto. Yeah. He's either seeing this Ari vision even whenever he's not using Ari and he's freaking out about it, or he's dead. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, Things don't go well for Nam and Jaden. Yeah. Uh, he, he does not have a very happy ending. Yeah. Uh, my ending's... Oh, I had so many bad endings. The game was such a complete downer for me. The way the first time I ended it, of course, you know, she died in the in the fire. Well, trying to escape the fire. The second time, I went through all of the quick time events and stupidly saved Scott Shelby when he's hanging off the edge. Uh huh. And he immediately grabs her and chucks her off. <laughs> but see- I failed. I failed one of the quick times. Like I got the first two, and then the third one I missed. And he chucks me off the edge, and I get all of the bad endings I got the previous time. Ah. Because if she's dead, there's a really weirdly cynical scene where there's a reporter reporting from her grave. And so, and, oh, yeah, I saw that one, too. And it's like, it's like oh, well, you know, we, we really salute our comrade and her bravery and her sacrifice she made. And then, like, they cut the camera off, and the reporter's like, I hate this crap. I'm hungry. Let's go get lunch. You know, and it's like... That's just, that's just weird. Like that's a really weird way to end that scene. Like I don't know why they had like it takes such a cynical tone with it, but yeah, that happens. And then <laughs> Ethan, because he's in jail and they just assume he's the killer and his son is dead, they have a scene immediately after this where he hangs himself in his cell. Oh, God, this and, and, fucking game. Such yeah. a fucking rainbow. And the next one is the Tekken ending for Nom and Jaden, where Blake sees him in the in the Ari. 
And then the last one is Scott Shelby just kind of walking down the street in the rain, knowing that he got away with it. And I was like, man, this game just kicked me in the nuts. Yeah. And it did it twice because I screwed up that second time trying to play the ending. But yeah, I, I finished up this game and The Walking Dead in the same morning, and I was like, man, <laughs> these are two depressing-ass games. <laughs> oh, I saw that tweet about that. I was like, oh. what a way to start a Saturday. <laughs> oh, that is rough. That just ruined your weekend right there. <laughs> but yeah, if Madison takes out Scott Shelby, like they have her doing uh, – she's like on a talk show talking about how she caught the killer and you know th- things were great. That's, and- that's basically Norman's good ending. Yeah, well, it's her, but it's weird because it's almost like there's nothing to do with Ethan about it. And she and Ethan are not together, even though I forgave her. Yeah. Yeah, but but Ethan, you know, he's reunited with his son and his ex-wife, I guess. And... What was her name, Grace? What's that? Was her name Grace, his ex-wife? I think so. I'm trying to remember now. I can't remember. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yes, yeah, it's Grace. But yeah, and and after that, they have Madison sitting at a book signing, and this person comes up. They never show the person, but he says, "Oh, you need a you need a better adversary next time," or something like that, and then vanishes. (laughs) And she's look looks around, looking suspicious, and that's just kind of how hers ends. Hmm. But. Yeah, and I guess the other one was just Scott Shelby's grave. But because Lauren was dead, there was nobody to spit on it. Yeah. yeah. So do we get to talk about the plot holes now? Yeah, let's... let's is, there, is there time for that? I, I'm going to make a little bit of time for that. There's two There's two major ones I want to bring up. Okay. One of them being, how the fuck did fat-ass Scott Shelby fit into those tunnels and put all that glass in there? Uh, yep. And how did he get out? Uh, yeah. He could have took the coward door, but him fitting through there would be ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, number two, um, why in all the endings that I've seen with Ethan Mars, why did they never, ever bring up the fact that, hey, he's been blacking out and waking up with a fucking origami figure in his hand? Why did no. they never explain that? Have you watched any of like the behind-the-scenes stuff? Like no. deleted scenes? So there is an explanation for that. Okay, do tell. The, the explanation was that this game initially had like a paranormal aspect to it. Okay, well so, they didn't have any paranormal aspects to it. It, it in the end. Right. So, so they just they decided they didn't want it to be a paranormal game, so they cut those things out. Unfortunately, the blackouts don't make any sense without this. So basically, yeah, they come off as just red herrings. Yes, and like ones that make absolutely no sense in the end. Yeah. But basically, uh, he basically Ethan had a link with Scott Shelby, like a, a psychic link. So whenever, whenever Scott Shelby was committing a murder, I think Ethan was inside his head, and there were these whole scenes that you were supposed to play out where. And, and they were all uh, associated with water. So there's one in your house where the entire house is full of water and you have to swim around. And there's another scene like when you're by the uh, the merry-go-round and you just see like a wall of water coming down the street towards you. And these are all these like this is like kind of his dream state when he's blacked out. Huh. 
Hmm. And then when Scott Shelby is making the origami figure, Ethan is also making the origami figure. Interesting. And then because of that link, he always ends up at the place, you know, where everything went down with Scott Shelby as a kid. Yeah. So there was this weird link that is kind of not, you know, it doesn't make sense because it's not something that can happen, but at least it was some kind of in-game link. Yeah. But when they just cut that out, they should have just cut out the blackouts altogether somehow. Or just cut out the origami figure or made him wake up somewhere else every time. I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it it just comes off as a little too convenient. But in my mind, that was the biggest annoyance at the end of the game. I'm like, why was that never brought up again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of just wish they had left that stuff in because it doesn't bother me to have a paranormal aspect to the game. I was fine with having paranormal aspects, but don't pull in Indigo Prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my other thing too is, did Scott Shelby... I mean, he obviously knows that Gordy was not the killer, but Gordy's dad mentions that he killed a kid at some point. Yeah, yeah. he killed one as like a copycat killer. Yeah. And then they covered it up. So that's probably their big, dirty family secret, is that he killed somebody and got away with it. Yeah. Yeah, and I just wonder if that's part of why Scott Shelby was going through that stuff. Was was he trying to pin it on Gordy, just in case? Was he trying to pin it on Gordy, or was he kind of piss, pissed off that Gordy was trying to take some of his glory. Yeah, I mean, I kind of wish they had explored that a little bit more. Because as it is, like, you really, I mean, you kind of, you see, because of the flashbacks, why why Scott Shelby's the killer, and, you know, I don't know if Norman has the dialogue with him that that Madison does at the end, but, you know, he basically says, you know, I wanted a father who could actually save the kid yeah. for once, you know, it's just, it never, none of them can do it, and, you know. And she, then when I saw you and Jason at the mall, basically I knew you were the one. <laughs> yeah, it just so happens he's everywhere in this flashback. <laughs> like, oh, I saw that when that happened. Yeah, see, I never talked with him with Ethan, so I never got that. I just got Madison being, you know, telling him killing all these kids isn't going to bring your brother back, and it's not going to, it's not helping anything, basically. <laughs> yeah, so... That's it's it's just it's interesting, but you don't necessarily get all of the motivation for all of the stuff Scott's doing necessarily. Yeah. Do you think some of this is just because the game is so kind of disjointed? Because there are different things that can be revealed at different points to different people. Like, do you think that some of these things just kind of slipped through the cracks because there were so many? Yeah, so many I, I seg- segments of story. I would think so because I'm sure you know because I didn't play out the rest of Ethan and and Norman's stories that I probably missed things and I'm probably you know there's probably stuff that was in scenes you guys saw that you know you're that just kind of wove into everything that I'm missing so you know there could be that where it's just you know you guys are just taking it for granted because you saw it and I didn't get that those bits of information so I'm not necessarily caught up maybe yeah I'm not sure because, I mean, I've only played this through that one time and then played the endings a couple more times just to get a good ending so I didn't end up being depressed by this game. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I'm still amazed at how many variations there are for things. How many did you say? 22, Matt? I think I read somewhere that there's 22 different endings. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah. Not only the number, but how drastically different they are. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is, the, is the shocking thing to me. Well, and that the game, like, 
is unafraid of giving you a bunch of crap endings. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. like like that that was mine. The first one was like, oh, every, okay, she died. Okay, he just hung himself. Okay, the bad guy got away with it. Wow. All right. <laughs> yeah. That's... Good thing I just spent ten hours playing this. <laughs> it was um, it, it's, it was a hell of a game whenever it first came out. Um, I still it's, think it's, it's a... still definitely worth playing. Oh yeah, I, I mean, yeah, like um, it's a great game. I mean, the the problem is it's kind of a one trick pony. Once you've done it, you're you're done. Well, isn't that how David Cage has said he wants people yeah. to play it? He only really wants people to play it once. I was still which... happy to play through it twice. I have a terrible memory, so give me another yeah. three years, I'll probably forget most of it and want to play through it again. It's true. I mean, I just I had enough memories in it to make it not challenging. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. it, it, I, oh man, there were, there were so many scenes. In fact, I mean, I, the, the whole Norman Jaden going through his files in Ari you know, trying to find the origami killer before time ran out and him slowly fucking bleeding to death. That, that, that that's up there is like my top 10 moments of this generation. And I need to play that when, when, when that, when that really happened for me and like, you know, cause I mean, I, unfortunately I think I may have spoiled the, the, the feeling for you because I was so invested in these characters and, like it just, just, just that small, subtle thing, mm-hmm. just so significantly. I was like, God, this is crazy. It's like you know, and I was thinking, I was like, Norman's fucking crazy. He is fucking desperate. He is a man on the last end of his rope. You know, and I was like, this yeah. is, this is fucking nuts. And I like, and it blew me away in 2010, in February of 2010, when I played that shit, it blew me and my roommate away. I don't know if anybody else, if I, if I, I'm sure if anybody else was watching me play it at the time, we would have been like, "Wow, that's crazy." It it really did, like, and and that is seriously one of the top ten moments of this yeah. generation for me. So, yeah, I mean, I I definitely enjoyed playing this, and it's it's interesting seeing how many games since have taken stuff from it. You know, like we talked about a lot last week, Walking Dead owes this game a huge debt. For so many of the things that it does. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the only thing I, I honestly regret about it is paying five bucks for that DLC. Yeah. Which, I mean, we could talk about real quick in that it is short. Yeah. I, I went through it and I, I was thinking, you know, 45 minutes. No. That's what I remember is like 30 to 40 minutes the first time through. That's what I remember too. Playing but... it again now, I guess just because I knew what to do. Man, that was 10 minutes. Yeah, that you was, were right, Maggie. It was about ten minutes. Yeah, like yeah fifteen it, minutes at the most, depending on where yeah, you went. Yeah, maybe fifteen. Yeah, yeah, and the variations on the endings are so close together that it doesn't matter. Yeah, and, and it's just a newspaper clipping, still screen, yeah. uh, basically a headline about. Also, it doesn't make sense happens. if you die because this is set before. Yeah. Heavy. Yeah. <laughs> but it, all all it proves is that she keeps running into serial killers. Yeah. And the serial killer is played by the same guy who played Scott Shelby. No. <laughs> the, so, um, the, the, the I only... I want to say it, it's interesting the way they make it more gamey, though. And I assume that this is to get more replay value out of it, is that they show you the different possible endings at the end. Yeah. And then cross off which one you've gotten. Yeah. And I, as far as if this DLC was going to continue, which... 
they decided not to continue it, I guess, because they decided to work on the, the move patch instead at the yeah. time. Mm-hmm. That was what they were doing. Or, or that was their excuse, at least. I don't yeah, know. yeah. But but I thought that that was a good idea going forward if, if that was going to continue, is make them a little bit more gamey. Because if you're not going to make a 10-hour experience and it's only going to be 10 to 30 minutes, at least give me as much incentive as possible to play through it every way that you've imagined it playing out. That sounds yeah. about right, yeah. So yeah, I just I wish they had given cutscenes or something more because the way it yeah. ends is so abrupt and and three of them are almost identical. Yeah, you know it's it's not good. Plus, there's no trophies for it, right? No, at least if there were, I didn't get any, even though I I did all the endings. So I don't think there are any. There are no trophies yeah. for it. Yeah, I mean it was it a pre-order bonus. More gamey. Yeah. Yeah, it was a pre-order bonus, and it comes with, I guess, the director's cut edition now. It so, does, yeah. Yeah, if you buy a new one, you get it, but if you bought a used copy and you had to pay five bucks to get it, don't bother spending five bucks on it. Yeah. Because it really doesn't add anything to Madison's story other than, oh, look, she's been around serial killers again. I mean, if you compare it to like the Resident Evil 5 add-ons, and I think those were five bucks. Yeah. Those were fantastic for five bucks. This was not worth five dollars. Yeah. No. Not at all. So yeah, um, let's see here. I'm just gonna go ahead and wrap it up. We've been we've went on for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's fine. We I mean this we we you know we had a lot to cover. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, just quick final thoughts. Um, I, I think this second playthrough was uh, much easier. Um, there wasn't much to discover except a few variations for me. Um, I did finally get my good ending that I always wanted and um, got a few extra trophies. Um, but, I, but I found out that the game visually doesn't stand up as it used to. And yeah. uh, I found out that uh, the voice acting is really bad, even back in 2010. It's still really bad. Matt, <laughs> really uh, <laughs> um, what about you? Uh, I, mean, I, I still like the game. Uh, I, I still think it's a great game, but you're right. I mean, it, visually and odd. Uh, Orally, it's not as you know, it's it's not top notch anymore like it was when it came out. Um, but I think the mark that this game has will really be defined by how many other games there are like this in the future. Like like you said, Mackie, The Walking Dead owes a lot to this game, and the more games that do that, the more esteemed this game should be. And mm-hmm. It's interesting that movies, you know, movies from 10 years ago, you could still pop in and watch four, five, six, seven times. And this is as much like a movie as any game I've ever played. And how how many times will I play this again in my life? You know, maybe once or twice. I don't know. If I play it three or four times, I'd be shocked. You know, I've played through it fully twice now. Um, Like I said, it still holds up. And uh, I don't know. As far as unique games of this generation this has to be one of my if not my favorites one of the most unique yeah I n- i've never seen a, a game like this before in my life yeah i mean like, i was blown know. away by just how different it was yeah, yeah. and Mackie, what about you i i definitely it's you know ps3 exclusive so if you got a ps3 it's certainly worth playing and it's so cheap now too that it's yeah. so easy to get a hold of a copy but yeah i mean i played it through this was my first time i really i enjoyed the story i enjoyed their attempts at what at the drama that they were going for even though i don't think the technology kept up with quite what you know what their ambitions were 
but I still think it's well worth playing despite some really weird controls that take some getting used to at first. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I as much as I enjoyed playing it on the move for the slow parts, I'd have to say, even if you have a move, skip it, use the controller. Because I, I had friends who, when I said, oh, I'm going to play this through on the move, they, oh, so many people were like, you're an idiot, don't do that. And I was like, yeah, I, I didn't move. think it added much. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of, I, I thought, oh, well, you know, there's a lot more intuitive stuff. And during the fights, it is kind of intuitive because it feels like you're throwing punches and that sort of thing. But really, I think they do a really terrific job of translating real world movements to what the six axis controller can do. Mm-hmm. And I think that works just as well as the move. And in some cases, even better, because you actually have more precise control than you would, and you don't have to wonder if you hit that right or not. So, I mean, but it's... Yeah, I I enjoyed it. I'd recommend it to people. Um, but, yeah, there's just there's a part of me that wants, wants them to make another game like this with all the tech that we're going to have in the next generation and, you know, whatever happened to the L.A. Noir face-scanning technology... <laughs> If they could use that on a game like this, holy crap. Yeah. You would definitely have an amazing game on your hands. So Beyond Two Souls? Yeah, it's, it could be. Could be. We'll find out. Yeah. But I, I definitely... I I like that they were willing to take to take the chances they took with this title. Yeah. yeah. I just hope that next time they cast people that fit the parts a little better. <laughs> Especially if they're kid actors. Yeah, God. It's surprising to see this type of a game as a big budget game too, because I I feel like games like this are easy to say. Oh, all, all it is is quick time events. It must be a, a like a downloadable title. Mm-hmm. Because I recommended it to somebody a few weeks ago, and they were like, "Oh, isn't that just all quick time events?" I'm like, "Sort of. That doesn't really do it justice." But yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, it is a good place for adventure games to go. You know, I, I think it works well as an adventure game. I don't think adventure games will ever be classic adventure games anymore. I think oh, they, no. I think they'll, they will eventually have to evolve to The Walking Dead or uh, Heavy Rain. That's what our adventure games are going to be now on. So. Yeah, and I don't mind that. This is a yeah, really like adventure thing. game. Yeah. So yeah, that's um that's pretty much it for us. I appreciate everybody listening. Uh, we'll play through Heavy Rain. Uh, stick with us next week. We will be back with Justin coming back, returning fan favorite. Um, I don't know if he's a fan favorite. He, he's he's a fan favorite of mine. Um, uh, Justin will be back. We're going to be playing through Castlevania Lords of Shadow uh, on the uh, Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. Um, want to get that out of the way before Lords of Shadow 2 comes out. I know that's going to be next year, but Matt hasn't had the ending spoiled for him. And I don't think Justin has either. And I really, Ooh, I good. really want to hear you guys' thoughts on that ending. Stay yeah. away from anything that has to do <laughs> with Lords of Shadow Two. It spoils it within the first two seconds. So weak. Yeah. So yeah, we're. I'm definitely looking forward to that. But anyway, like I said, I appreciate everybody listening. If you would, you can send me an email, drew at ztgd.com. You can tweet to us. I am at dmlfury. Uh, Matt is at remgs. And Mackie is Big Mackie, M-A-K-I, on Twitter. Um, but you can definitely check us out there. Um, 
Let's see here. What else? So leave us an iTunes review. Unfortunately, we do not have another iTunes review. Um, and also, I, depending on when you're hearing this, and if you're hearing this, we've had a problem with our RSS feed. <laughs> Don't really know why. Um, so we do apologize for that. The website's been messing up lately. We can't figure it out. We're working as hard as we can. Um, but you can still listen to us on that website itself through the player. Um, other than that, that's pretty much it for us. Uh, Mackie, I do appreciate you coming on and joining us for this. Yeah, group. this was great. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, hopefully uh, we'll be able to do this again in the future. Absolutely. We are always willing to have uh, returning guests. Awesome. Um, I also do want to mention, uh, Matt, happy anniversary. This is our one-year anniversary show. Yeah, it's been a good year. Yep. One year of Phoenix Downs. We've done 13 games, uh, two of them being very long Japanese <laughs> RPGs, neither uh, of which I finished. Aren't you guys glad I picked a 10-hour game to play? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and now we're going back to long games that are hard. Uh, Castlevania, Lords of Shadow. So, at least it's not 60 hours long. <laughs> this is true. This is I true. hope. No, yeah, it's, it's not. 60 hours and you quit. It's not 60 hours. It is two discs on the 360, though. I will yeah. mention that. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for us. I appreciate everybody listening. Until next time, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. And I'm Mackie. And we're out of here. Catch you guys next week with Castlevania Lords of Shadow.